Secret Agent Month, Secret Agent September keeps rolling on. And now that we got that shit out of the way, we can dive into the real classic. That's right, a little movie in 1994 took the world by storm. You got Schwarzenegger, you got Jamie Lee Curtis, you got James Cameron at the helm. We're talking a masterpiece that some people will say true lies we're going into we're gonna dive deep into this we're gonna just take it down to its very bare bones in a very special edition of the review radio What kind of crazy bitch takes the ice cube trays? <laughs> Apparently, it's based on a true story. Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes give you our big, dumb opinions. I'm Troy to the max extreme. I'm on the cover. <laughs> uh, today, we are talking about true lies. JT, 1994, true lies, Schwarzenegger taking it by storm. We'll yeah. get into that. We'll get into that. Good. No spoilers up top. Oh, Not yet. man. I am... What did we think? Does it hold up? <laughs> I might think it sucks now. Going <laughs> Is back. it better than True Memoirs? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's going to be much of a cliffhanger on that one. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. Top of the hour. We're going to nibble on that nugget. Nibble the nugget. <laughs> but first, let's so get, much happened. Let's get into the fries. The appetizer of the episode. Uh, the news, JT. Starting with a question. How does those Lay's potato chip flavor things work? <laughs> this is not actual news. Okay. This is a question I had. Okay. Because Chelsea just bought the two new f- two flavors. Okay. One was the fried green tomato one. All right. And the other one was a kettle cooked everything bagel flavor that sounds gross and that one not not so good <laughs> but the fried green tomato one yeah i dig all right kind of got a little bit of heat on them Ooh. and they're the wavy kind my favorite kind oh shit hold that dip if you so choose to dip <laughs> gotcha uh but regardless how do they work does the favorite flavor stay around forever or does it stay or do the just the three flavors that come out Stay until the next three flavors come out. I don't know. I want to say there's a vote of some sort. I know I they thought, did a vote before. Yeah, I thought there was a vote too. Because like the the biscuits and gravy one that came out, that was good. I like that one. And now, you can't find it anywhere. Oh my god. Do I have to write Lay's? Write them. A disgruntled letter? Write them. Where are my B&G chips? There's some of those uh, like big companies where like if you write them, they just send you free shit. Maybe Lay's is one of them. I think Lay's is one of them. Yeah. One of our uh, guests, uh, Awesome Strack, yeah. once found a cockroach in a bag of chips yeah. from Lay's. Yeah. And they sent her a lot of vouchers for <laughs> chips. <laughs> if a cockroach makes you hungry for chips, she got chips, babe. Oh, she got chips. She got chips on chips for a long time. And she found cockroaches in those, too. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
See danger here. Uh, we're talking about the awesome track cockroach and a chip story. You remember that? Oh well, it was a real thing. I yeah. didn't make it up. Oh, it happened. <laughs> we're asking each other, mostly me asking, how does the Lay's flavor pick thing work? Do the three flavors stick around? Yeah. Just shrugging. You don't know. <laughs> she don't know. Know or care. No one knows. I don't know where the chairs It will went, forever babe. be a mystery. I don't know. Uh, she's for a chair. She's going to join us, apparently. Okay. She brought a baby monitor in, which means she is baby-less at the moment. <laughs> How do you like that? Uh, more news, Joel. Oh, lay it on me. <laughs> Let's just go with some news, Joel. <laughs> J. J. Abrams. Yeah. Himself. J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. Offish. Direct. Ep. Nine. Yeah. If you didn't get my shorthand, J. J. Abrams <laughs> is officially the director of Star Wars Episode Nine. That's defeating the purpose of shorthand. I know. You just... I just didn't want anyone to be left out in the dark. Okay, good. Uh, that is following up the news that we had last week. Yeah. That uh, what's-his-face, Colin Trevorrow, parted ways with Episode Nine of Lucasfilm due to uh, creative differences, I would, yeah. su I would surmise. Mm -hmm. uh, and Jabrams, step right in. Step right into his home. <laughs> He took a step out, yeah. went on a vacay. Yeah. Now he's back home. Yeah. I really liked uh, his take on Star Wars. Yeah. A lot of people uh, rip on uh, The Force Awakens. But they you say, know what? They say it's too close to it's too a new derivative. Hope. Yeah. Too close to New Hope. But I would argue that that's what the franchise actually needed to refresh itself and to get everyone to remember this is why I love Star Wars. Yes. But I'm just hoping that they don't fall back into that correct <laughs> that's my only that's my only concern uh also episode nine is moving from a may 2019 release back to december oh shit 2019 uh moving that star wars into the holiday season once again it's the holiday season <laughs> start that that's the best song you can sing. <laughs> only for the whoop de doop and dickety dock and don't forget to hang up your sock <laughs> he'll be coming down, down the, the chimney, chimney now <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> like don't leave him hanging you teases now i don't know why episode nine decided to move back to the holiday season because I also was reading an article that they were saying that the Han Solo movie should probably also move from its uh, summer schedule Ooh. back to a December schedule. Because well, it's had been plagued with problems. Plagued! Plagued with problems. D directors leaving left and right. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've legit They went through two different directors for the Han Solo film. Technically three. They had uh, Lord Miller's two. And then They're the both the director. Yeah, and then the next guy, he was out. Don't remember who that was. I think it was Josh Trank. No, he was scheduled to do the Boba Fett movie, and that never took off. After Fantastic Four dropped hard. Uh, I heard it was Josh Trank. No, it was not Josh Trank. <laughs> All right. I'm telling you, it was not Josh Trank. Uh, but they were saying they need to move Han Solo to a winter release because the summer it's scheduled to come out. 
is up against a lot. Packed. Like four big movies. I thought you were going to be because they wanted to heat up the winter with his hot ass. I don't even know also, who's, I think I know could who's be playing it. him, but. Yeah. Alden uh, Eidenreich or whatever his name is. Ladies need something Alden. to heat up their winter with. We'll see how he is. He was kind of weird in that Hail Caesar movie, so I don't know. Like he was the weird. Be- one of the best parts yeah. in it, yeah. but weird he didn't movie. do much at all. I know, so no, yeah, going he, from that He kind of a shtick in it, but... He was a uh, shticky. I'll see what he does with it. I, I do like his supporting cast. Yes. Donald Glover, Donald, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. The things you learn yeah. on Review Review. <laughs> there you go. There you have it. I Jay am Abrams, excited about that. Star Wars 9. Cross that off the list. Crossing it off the list. Uh, speaking of director news, JT, Patty Jenkins. Woo! Old PJ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Old PJ. Uh, P. Jenks. Oh, fish. <laughs> Direct. <laughs> dub Dub 2. Oh, I thought you meant another person named O. Fish. <laughs> Old P. Jenks and O. Fish. I didn't even know that it was there was a chance that she wouldn't. Me neither. I just read it because... this week, and I'm like, wait a second. Like, this I wasn't in the was... bag? Yeah, that's what I thought. It was going to be a for sure thing, but yeah. apparently it wasn't. But... PJ. She's trying to get more of that cheese, baby. You know what? She should get more <laughs> that cheese, That golden baby. green get showers. That cheddar. Get in there. Yeah. Get that cheddar so deep. Get that cheddar. I want that. Rake that. in some leaves. It's fall season, baby. I'm raking <laughs> leaves. Raking I'm some raking leaves. some green leaves over here. Get some that gr- fliff. Some greenbacks? <laughs> yeah. Get the greenbacks. She's popping <laughs> fliff. Uh, more on the Dub Dub 2 news. Uh, World Day- War Two? Nah, oh, Wonder no. Woman Two. B-dub Maybe. Two? What if Dub Dub Two takes place in Dub Dub Two? No, I, I heard a rumor that Dub Dub Two might take place in the eighties. Oh snap! Huh. Okay. Yeah. I don't hate that. I would be. I would hope it would take place in the seventies, because Wonder Woman had like a weird thing going on in like the late sixties, early seventies, where like. In the comics, she like lost her powers. I thought you were going to say And it was like virginity. a big deal. And so that'd be fun to ha- be have a movie set th- in that time and make a play off of it and then mm. totally knock it out of canon. Like it never happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would prefer like 60s and 70s too because there's a lot of 80s things happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like there's a lot of 70s stuff though too. Like in the last decade. Name five. <laughs> I don't know if I can name five. Fifteen seconds. Well, there was that X Men one where they go Wolverine goes back, and then there's that Arlo movie where it takes place the like true story. Argo. Argo. Arlo. Same thing. Arlo's a dog, isn't it's it? It's not. A, I don't know. It's probably a dog. But there might be a na- movie named Arlo. I that feel took like place the seventies and eighties. Well, wasn't not Godzilla in the seventies? Not Godzilla. Uh, King Kong was just in the seventies. Yeah, that's true. Come on, guys. That's three All right, right there. All right, that's fu- fair enough. But 60s. Okay, 60s. <laughs> 60s. Take place in the 60s. Yeah, name, name five 20. of those. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Watchmen. No, that's 80s. No, part of it took place in the 60s. Now you're took, stretching. No, okay. you're stretching. Okay, nah. well, regardless, I don't. it kind of fits in with the trend. We need uh, to stick to those not like so much World used War II. decades. Like, I'd like her to stay. I feel like that would be too similar, though. How about the Korean yeah. War? Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Slightly topical. 97th, 6th parallel, whatever that is. Vietnam War. 
What about Everyone the Iran Contra affair? Let's do. Let's <laughs> yeah. have her do that. Put her in all of the wars. <laughs> Only if that's in the title. Yeah. Wonder Woman, Iran Contra. What if they do <laughs> a sequel, but they go back to the like, War of eighteen twelve? <laughs> yeah. What if she just handles Waco for no reason? <laughs> I'd be into it. Spanish American War. Yep. Ay, 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 ay. Go back in time. Somehow that felt like that was racist. <laughs> uh, anyway, my news following <laughs> Dub Dub Two, Dave Callahan. If you don't know him, he nope. wrote, ex- uh, helped write Expendables and Godzilla. Makes amazing um, brake pads from Tommy Boy. That's very true. Oh, that's where it sounds familiar. <laughs> Joel uh, for the win. He is going to join old PJ. And God, every, Jeff Johns. It is so insulting when the old PJ, this like <laughs> fabulous woman director, and like old PJ, like she's uh, an old prospector. They all three are going to join hands oh. and help write the script for Wonder Woman two. Well, it better be good for old PJ. Better sake. be. Better be. What would Patty Jenkins get an Oscar nod? That'd be awesome. I mean, that would be good. I don't know if she will. Maybe she will. Do you think so? She's going to pull a Catherine Bigelow. Do I think so? No. <laughs> Do I hope so? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, JT, did you see this? David Harbour today posted his uh, Hellboy makeup. Saw it. Looks pretty great. Looks like Ron Perlman. Looks very similar to Ron Perlman. Thank you, because Troy's like, no, but it's different. I'm like, it looks exactly like Ron Perlman. I said he looks a bit angrier. He looks more jacked. He does look more jacked. And he's got longer hair. I was going to say, the hair did look longer. But is the arm the same? It looked the same. That right hand of Doom is a little bit different. It's a little more angular. Yeah. But the face is Ron Perlman. So I don't know what they're going with there. But it's hard to do because, like, Hellboy's got a very distinctive look. So as soon as you put, like, those big, huge horns on him and the big chin, it's almost... Know. It was, like, in the eyes, like, the eyebrows. And it looked just like Ron Perlman's face. Like, I feel it's like, not Hellboy. It's I feel like Ron when Perlman. he starts acting, he'll definitely have different mannerisms yeah. that'll distinct himself from Ron Perlman. But yeah. I think standing still, he looks like Ron Perlman. Yeah, it looks very similar. Is this supposed to be similar. a total reboot, too? Yeah, a total reboot. So then why would mm. they... I, I don't know. Ron Perlman didn't want to do it, first of all. Yeah. Dude's, and like, almost... I think he's almost close to his seven, like mid-60s, at least. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so a lot I of makeup s- to be put on, That's, like, too. three hours a day or something like that. Yeah. Maybe more. But, um... Yeah, Ron Perlman didn't want to do that again. <laughs> he only does it for, like, Make-A-Wish things now, I think. That's cool. Uh, and I don't, I don't even know the last time he did that, but... Also, Guillermo del Toro wanted a, like a large chunk of money for it because his idea that he wanted to do was a big thing. <laughs> but I don't know what they're planning to do with this, but maybe they tricked whatever yeah. studio. I think it's like Millennium or whatever. I think uh, Guillermo del Toro won like a shit ton of money. Like it was like a hundred and something million right. dollars to make it. Uh, yeah, maybe even more than that. But like Golden Circle, the was it the no? It was the Golden Army. Was the second one, and I personally really liked it. I, liked I thought it was too. very imaginative. Oh and yeah, it strayed away from whatever the books kind of were doing, but they were kind of just telling like this was another adventure that Hellboy did, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. But like it wasn't, it wasn't like rated negatively, 
but it just didn't have a critical financial success that its backers were looking for, so that's why it's harder for him to, like, get... That's why I was actually surprised it was rebooted at all. Yeah. But I guess maybe with Hellboy's, like, popularity now that the series is done, that maybe that was just, like, a step in the right direction? I don't know. Who knows? Regardless, looks great. Also on the Hellboy news train... Yes. Daniel Day Kim, mm -hmm. you'll know him from Lost, played Jin in oh, Lost. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He is now cast as Major Ben Diamo. Diamo? I don't know how you say that. Daimio? The guy that Ed Skirin was. Yep. Yeah. And now they actually hired an Asian actor to play the Asian character. Yes. Uh, great. You're on the right <laughs> path. Good. Looks look, Good looking Hellboy. Actual Asian person. Love it. How do you like me now? Like it. Love it. Way to go, Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of minor racism... PewDiePie said the N-word. Yeah. He did. Wait, again? Wasn't he just... No, the like, last uh, time it was anti-Semitism. Yeah, oh, it was anti-Semitism. Yeah. This time he yelled the N-word because he was frustrated with a game. Yeah, so he acted like a 12-year-old that started swearing for the first time and said effing N-word. Yeah. Oh, boy. On a live stream. He is yeah. just On a killing. public live stream. He is bringing himself down. Just yeah. sinking that ship. So... He was under Maker Studios before the holy God <laughs> not liking anti... Let me start this over. I dug myself a hole. Okay, PewDiePie. Just had a... He just had like I a... almost said the N-word. I'm sorry. I got, I got all riled up. He was under Maker Studios before he did his anti-Semitic video. Uh, which, I, I never saw the video. I don't know actually how it... It leans. I don't know. I don't really like PewDiePie anyway, so yeah. it doesn't really matter. I think it got like two people to like hold up a sign that said "Kill all the Jews" or something. Ugh. I think that's what it was. Like he was near somebody that did that, or no? He like it was like it? one of these. It's one of these things where like he dares people to do stupid stuff, and he like dared these two guys to do. I don't know if he told them to do it, but like they they he got them to hold up a sign that said "Kill all the Jews" or something. Jeez. Anyway. It was terrible. Uh, Maker Studios is owned by Disney, and as soon as oh, that, <laughs> as soon as that dropped, Disney cut them loose immediately. Yeah. Good thing. Good, good, good. Woof. Good job. Uh, so even though by now he's already a millionaire off of YouTube alone, um, so he's not. I don't know what he's doing now. Maybe he has his own production studio. Who knows? But now, since this last live stream went, and I watched the live stream too, like. You see his face in the corner, and you see, I saw the little snippet where he says it, and you can tell as soon as he did it that he's like, I shouldn't have said that. Because <laughs> you can kind of see he like gets a little flushed, and then he says, effing asshole instead. And I'm like, you stupid idiot. Like, if you weren't on a live stream, you would have just kept going. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, the game developer, Sean uh, Vanaman... Uh, filed a DMCA claim to take down all of his content and his future content. Wow. <laughs> That's intense. <laughs> so, PewDiePie's getting what's that. coming to him. That they could do the future stuff. Like, you just can't post anything ever again? Well, with ever, whatever he, this Sean Vanneman oh, guy is okay. a part of. But he's a game developer that puts out a lot of content <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that PewDiePie would probably want to play. 
So there you have it. So you get PewDiePie. I don't know. I never, I never trap. got into the whole culture of watching people play video games. Me neither. So. Me neither. The only time I'll walk, like watch a walkthrough of anything if I can't figure it out. Yeah. Like, or I'll watch like, how the... do I get that goddamn Riddler trophy? <laughs> who's the guy? Who's the guy that plays Cat Mario where he just keeps swearing at it? I remember that one was the best. It was really I good. Re- I don't remember. He <laughs> plays a cat Mario. <laughs> I have a buddy who that's what he does for a living. Yeah. Is he and he like is flown all over the like world. He was living oh, in Korea. Oh, that shit's like super popular. It's yeah, like, he gets yeah, fan art yeah. of himself sent yeah. to him from DeviantArt. And like that's all he does is record himself playing a video game, doesn't even edit it, loads it, and is like able to sustain himself in LA. Yeah. Kind of like how we just record ourselves talking about dumb shit and then put it online and then no one listens. <laughs> I listen to it. Oh, shoot. Uh, so, yeah, but that's... Shout out to you, Purge. Yeah. Hey, Purge. Yellow. Yellow, it's Purge. Yellow, it's Purge here. He has, like, merchandise that people buy. I kind of want one of his Tell shirts. people listen to our show, Purge. Yeah. yeah, come on. Come on. Are you listening? Spread purge? the wealth. <laughs> Spread the wealth, Purge. Uh, moving on, JT. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> HBO Home Box Office has just renewed last week tonight Woo! through the year 2020. Thank God. Like that. Thank God Love indeed. Love that show. Love it. You're killing it. That just so happens to be... Uh, did you see their last episode where he bought Scranton, PA, an enormous train set because of their train thing? No. No, I haven't. I didn't Don't see the last episode. Don't ruin anything because yeah. you know how I feel about Scranton. <laughs> well, no, it's... Scranton well, you know how they tight. did, like, one of those, like, and nows where they talked about, like, there's, like, this news station in Scranton where, like, people were obsessed about the oh, train yeah, set in the background. Oh, yeah, that small little train that Well, around. now they had, an, they had a thing where people called in talking about John Oliver talking about the train <laughs> set. So then to make it up to him, he bought them an enormous train set that's three levels long and <laughs> and uh, profiles every major landmark in Scranton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> and it's enormous, too. Oh like, it's taller God. than he is. Oh, you know my what? I God. Love it. I love that John Oliver <laughs> makes things right. Yeah, you know he what does. I mean? God damn. In the best way. Like, the best, funniest way possible. Like, I cannot believe he accomplishes it. Yeah. Just like, so happens that... Uh, that megachurch... That, uh, that was amazing. Last week tonight is renewed through Trump's first term. <laughs> ah. Hopefully only term. <laughs> yes. Oh. So we can at least celebrate <laughs> the end of it before he's taken <laughs> off the air. I'm pretty sure HBO would give him fair fair reign there at the end if yeah. he wanted. Um, JT, uh, this last week, Stan Lee, a uh, famous comic creator, came out and said that he would love that Leonardo DiCaprio to play him in a biopic about himself. Yes. Leonardo DiCaprio is also on board for this. Okay. No work is in the works yet for any of this. He's got to work on his, on his Stan Lee impression. (laughs) Uh, now I, do I think that Leonardo DiCaprio is an amazing actor? Yes. Do I think he is sexy? Yes. Do I think it's a little on the nose he's playing Leonardo da Vinci in a Leonardo da Vinci movie? Yes. <laughs> but do I think he's perfect for Stan Lee? I don't know. Because yeah, I, don't I had another opinion out there, and I've said on the show once before. Who is it? Mark Marin. And if you 
Oh, yeah. Don't agree. I put up a split screen of Mark Maron from Glow and Stan Lee from the 70s. And it's pretty And they are yeah. very close. I can see this. Pretty close. Un- but could Canny. he, just, get, but could those, he do the get those big cloudy sunglasses on him and you got him? Yeah, that's true. Just got to cloud up them glasses. I don't know if they ever would, though. I feel like he would be a dark horse. Dark horse? Yes, but I feel like he could do it. Yeah, He's already. I, I see it. I mean, uh, Marin's already got kind of like a. He could go into like that uh, Northeast accent, yeah. which Stan Lee's kind of got. Mm hmm. I think it's going to be good. That's a pretty... I, uh, thought, I, I could hear a little bit of Stan Lee when, in his uh, character from Glow. Yeah. Every once in a while. Yeah, he's got, he's got that, kind like, of like... Ah, I can see yeah. that. Kind of like a lisp, kind of, mm -hmm. he does. And I just want him to say true believers once. You got moxie. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but yeah, so tell me what you think. I think it's uncanny. Let's get Mark Maron some more work. Yes. Yeah. Let's Come put on, him Mark on this Maron. podcast and just have us... Have us yeah. Talk about our lives for 10 years. <laughs> and cry a little. <laughs> or be Paul Dano and be just a dick. A pompous dick the whole time. Paul uh, Dano was a dick to Mark Maron? I thought he was just I, a dick in general on Mark Maron's podcast. No, nah, there was one time I had a WTF on where Paul Dano was and the he, guest. Like, and he really thinks he's cool. I'm just going to put that out there. Change nah, my like view Paul of Dano. Paul Dano. I'm Listen to it. And you're going to be like, Paul Dano, you kind of a dick. Not kind of a dick, kind of pompous. Yeah, like a pompous, like, thinks he's real great. Thinks he's hot shit, that he really enjoys film. Like, <laughs> that weird kind of film. weird, like, yeah. when I did this film, I, um, I really enjoyed the mental aspect of it. Yeah, he likes his craft. I'm telling you. <laughs> Fuck Paul Dano. Fuck You're Paul up Dano. your own ass. You make the movie pictures. I like Swiss Army Man. Swiss Army Man is good. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, last bit of news I got, JT. Yeah. The boys. If you don't know what the boys. Brian. That's Brian all I can think of. Boys. God, he is just killing my is brain right now. a Garth Ennis creation for Dynamite Comics, uh, co-created with him and Derek Robinson, is about a group of boys. Boys. Uh, that <laughs> live in a world of superheroes that uh, the boys are there to keep the superheroes in check. Mm -hmm. When the superheroes are out, their public personas are like these big bombastic figures and the public loves them, but behind the scenes they are just assholes. Oh, yeah. And the boys are there to keep them in check. Aren't they like mobsters, kind of? Like a gang? The boys? Yeah. They wear trench coats because they look I awesome. remember you reading <laughs> The Boys and being like, it was there were some pretty intense, like, overly graphic it's parts. It's very over-sexual, -sex very <laughs> over-violent. It's made the, by the guy who made Preacher. Okay, so that makes sense. But I like, remember it, this, though, because you leaned over and were like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I've read a lot of things, but this is intense. Well, let me just... There's one storyline I do not like. I think it's a funny idea, but, like, watching it play out was not good. So, like, the big, let's say, like, Infinity War happens, okay? Yeah. So all the superheroes go off into space and have their own huge adventure. Yeah. So in The Boys, that same kind of idea would happen where they, all the superheroes are like, we need to go together to fight this big thing in space. But instead, they pretend to go to space and go to, like, this hedonism club where yeah. they all just fuck each other. <laughs> and, like, that's uh, what it is. A big sex orgy. Oh, where they amazing. All just, super-powered people are just piss pound on the 
piss, piss out of each other. Saw that they're pounding their piss. They're pi- pounding their pissers together. Yep, <laughs> they're pounding pissers <laughs> so hard, and it's God. just like I was like, this is not good. That sounds amazing. I mean, it ebbs and flows, <laughs> and I like it. I have the whole series. Boys. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Anyway, my news about it <laughs> was that it originally was going to be a Cinemax uh, production. It is now, sounds like a Cinemax production. I know, production, I was going to say But Skinemax. now it's moved to Amazon. Mm. And Ooh. I'm pretty sure that Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are also behind it. Nice. They've got their hands in all this comic shit now. A lot of hands oh, and man. holes. Hands and holes, pounding <laughs> pissers. Well, uh, the uh, <laughs> season finale of Preacher, I saw that tonight. Might bring them up when I'm watching. Oh That's pretty big on uh, Seth hands? Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Pretty, pretty big. Some hands and some holes. We'll see. More on that as that develops. Uh, that's the last bit of news I have until I have uh, another segment. Okay. Well, should have warned me. God damn it. I said this is my last bit of news <laughs> before I said the news. Okay. Uh, the news. I can fluff. Uh, today fluff we are drinking Miller Lite. <laughs> a fine Pilsner beer. Triple hops for that great flavor. Uh, JT, you have a sampler pack of things. I, yeah, I did bring a few things. Uh, I, uh, a make-your-own-sixer. Yeah. Like four of the there six is a, uh, there's a There's a liquor store that has, like, a big shelf of, like, the obscure beers that, like, they just couldn't keep in things. So they have, like, a make-your-own-six-pack type thing. I got a bunch of things. There's literally craft beer bottles everywhere in here. Like, I don't all clean empty. the room often. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no the, the Big Wave Golden Ale was really good. Yes, by Kona Brewery. That was really good. Yes. And uh, this uh, Wells Brewery Sticky Toffee Pudding Ale beer is gross. <laughs> really? With a name like <laughs> Stiffy Toffee Pudding? Well, try it. Stiffy. It's gross. Did I say Stiffy? You did. <laughs> you did say Stiffy. <laughs> got boners on the brain. Sticky Toffee Pudding Ale. Hands and holes. Sick. Why would you even it's think? It's awful. I want to smell it. Give it a, give it, a it actually smells really good. It's not good. It smells good. like candy. Why like would you want it? chocolatey candy. Ugh. Uh, ugh. It I tastes don't know like, why you'd want to drink that. Go. It tastes like those bourbon barrel ale beers, but it, like if it's not done good. Oh. Yeah, see, let me <laughs> give that Oh, sweet. that it's is not thick. good. Ugh. No. Nope. <laughs> it's not nope. good. And it doesn't taste as creamy as I thought it would either. Yeah, really I thought it would be more of cream. like a, yeah, it'd be more of a sweeter scent to it, but maybe not. It really has a pudding taste. Oh, like, God. Like a pudding cup. If you were to, to dilute that to a liquid some, form. Like thick coffee in it and then some beer. Yeah. <sighs> it's got a coffee taste. It's gross. No good, Joel. Yeah, it's it's not good. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Brought the mood down. <laughs> uh, my first bit of news, Troy. Liam Neeson. Yeah? He's decided to walk away from... What? Action movies. What? Yeah. How am I supposed to see my Taken 4? Or 5? Or not... whatever they're up to. Have Look. you seen Love Actually? The man's got chops. He does. Okay? Heartfelt. All right. He I does. saw you tear up. Listen... When he emoted when his daughter was taken, that moved me. When he emoted. He has officially, he, well, he has officially retired that certain set of skills. You know, it's, it's gonna probably a havoc. good thing. He's getting world. a little old. 
And he's not built yeah. like an action star either. He's really no. tall. Yeah. So I can only assume that would just break his body. I almost I think I heard like he was planning on like not even doing action films before Taken. Like right before Taken, he was just like, hey, I'm just not gonna do action movies anymore. It's like the it, last one he did before that was like the like the Phantom Menace. Oh <laughs> god. Where it was like I always forget that that's him. Yeah. I mean he just enveloped Qui Gon Jin <laughs> into a real three dimensional character. But yeah, but it was like even though he's only in the first one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like when his wife died or something, and then like he mm. did Taken to like make some extra money. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, this is popular. And then they just started Running casting him for it? a shit ton of other action movies. Yeah, that are all the same. And that are, yeah, all the same. <laughs> I hope he only does Lego movies as that Two Face cop. I hope oh, that's God. all he does. Good cop, bad movie. cop is so good. I know, he, that's all he needs to do. Hi, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it's. Liam yeah, Neeson, it's, I'll miss you. I was yeah. going to say R.I.P., and then I'm like, well, he's he not dying. Die. He's just, you know, taking it easy. Take it easy. Taking Take it, it easy. E- yeah, you caught it. Uh, Try that Freddie Mercury biopic, Bohemian uh-huh. Rhapsody. Yes. Starting to add some more members of the cast, of course. Woo! The guy from Mr. Robot. Um, shit, what's his name? R- uh, Raman Malik, I think. He's playing... Yeah. Raman? Uh, <laughs> is it Rahim or Rahim? I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but, I- but he's playing Freddie Mercury. Right. And uh, they're in negotiations to bring back a pretty big star Whoa. from the past <laughs> to for a major role in it. Mike Myers. What? In negotiations to play a role in the Freddie Mercury biopic. All right. You know what? I would like to see him return to something. Yeah. yeah. I feel like he's been gone long enough that the taste of, like, the love guru and gold member... Are out of everyone's mouth. Yeah, and I like seeing him in more serious roles. Like I, I thought he was pretty good in Fifty Four. If you ever saw that, I never did Mm-mm. see that. It's pretty decent. I could see him being good in a serious role, though. Yeah, he's got the chops. Didn't he pop up in Inglorious Bastards? Yeah, he was the. It was a really small part. He was like one yeah. of the. He was like the British general in. Uh, yeah. In Inglorious Bastards, I liked. I liked that, and that, even when that came out, I was like, yeah. Isn't Mike Myers in more things? I mean, I, I, watched, I guess he's just living off that Shrek money. Well, no, he uh, he did Donkey. an interview where he said <laughs> he just didn't want to take, like, after, like, Love Guru and other stuff, he just wanted to stop taking whatever was just thrown at him. Yeah. And that he wanted just quality roles. So he was just going to start being really selective. And then he's, I think he's had, like, two kids since then. Yeah, I knew so that, So he, like, too. took time to just, like, take Be care of them. himself and, like, not take on shit roles. <laughs> so that's awesome. He's, I wonder what he'll be, though. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I, if it'll be serious or if he's going to be like the uh, John Z. Riley Kong, where he's just like the comedic relief in a serious film. I don't know if they're going to have a lot of comedic relief in a <laughs> movie about a guy, about a lead singer in a band that dies of AIDS. Well, I, you never know. <laughs> I'm like just saying. You, ne- you never yeah. know. I want to see more of what, uh, of uh, Malik's portrayal yeah. of uh freddie mercury is gonna be like because dude was flamboyant as fuck yeah. yes and it's gonna be interesting to see what he does with it yeah because i remember for a little bit there they were talking about sasha baron cohen yep. like 
Yeah, I know he was, him. and he was really pushing for it too. Yeah. but I guess they had like differences. They wanted yeah. to kind of go more into like the the behind the scenes things, and like the band and like his family wanted nothing because I guess Freddie Mercury is in some pretty crazy shit. I guess I don't know too much about him yeah. to be honest. Yeah, but now we'll see. Maybe yeah. I'll be able to turn out good. But Sasha Baron Cohen was spot on. Like I could see him just killing yeah, it. Yeah, I could see him yeah. killing it if he. Yeah, which he would take it seriously, but oh, it yeah. wasn't. Like slappy. He's not gonna be like Brunoing it and no. showing his dick and making it talk there's, or whatever. Um, there's a singer. I don't think. <laughs> there's a singer. Um, his name's Mark. I can't think of his last name. Who was on famous on YouTube? He did a like a YouTube audition as Freddie Mercury for like a a Queen like the main cover Queen band. cover band, and yeah. they toured around like the whole world. And he's the closest I've ever heard sing like Freddie, and he actually really looks like him. Like, he could easily... Creepy. I know. Like, but he, obviously, I don't think he's, like, an actor. Or he has any of that kind of chops. But if he did, it would have been, like, just... I don't know. Maybe they'll have him sing for it. Get Mark Maron. <laughs> Get, <laughs> Get Mark Maron Cast Mark Maron as Freddie Mercury. He would be just living it up in 2018. Uh... Troy Jordan Peele, yeah. fresh off of that Get Out. Get Out! Uh, <laughs> one of his next projects that are, is coming up down the pipeline is teaming up with Spike Lee okay. to do a movie about uh, an African-American man that goes undercover in the Ku Klux Klux Klan. Huh. Is it like this? Is it a longer version of that one Dave Chappelle skit? I, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> But I guess it's like based off a movie that's already been made. Because I listened to a podcast what? earlier this earlier uh, this week where they kind of did a review on like an old black exploitation movie uh-huh. called Black Klansman. Yeah. Where it's about a guy, like it's a lighter skinned black man whose daughter is murdered by the Klan. So like he gets like his he gets like his uh, hair like processed and then like looks uh-huh. more like a white person, then joins the Klan and like tries to eliminate him from the inside out. Huh. But I think you. they're going to go a different route with this one. I, okay. I'm not sure, but... Are they yeah. going to make it like a black exploitation film? I don't know. It's kind of hard, especially with Spike Lee, where like he's very into like very boisterous, yeah. over-the-top type films. Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. It sounds interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be for it. Just talking about it has got me the hankering to watch Black Dynamite again. I love Black Dynamite. <laughs> but Black Dynamite, Dynamite, I sell drugs to the community. <laughs> I am Dynamite. smiling. Dynamite. I am smiling. Troy, we talked a lot about how that new King Arthur was just a horrible mess. Yes. How it sounded like it was a horrible mess. Yes. Well, the star of it, Charlie Hunnam, uh-huh. has come out and said, and I quote, it went horribly wrong <laughs> what happened so even it's Chuck? just yeah come on, <laughs> yeah, come on tell, chucky. Us, tell us tell us chucky what happened <laughs> chucky no, him. Yeah, i just, just want to keep hearing you say chucky chuck yeah come on chucky <laughs> but yeah so it's just not good from what we you know what's from, funny is uh Danger Strack or whatever. Awesome, yeah, awesome, awesome Strack. Strack. She wanted you guys to review that. I know. Yeah. Legit. And she like cornered me and she's like, I'm telling you, they just, they need to give it a chance. They need to, watch. it was so good. And I'm like, I really feel like that's well, wrong. Putting her on blast. I kind of want to do a <laughs> month where like we bring people on where like they love it. And then like, we don't like be like super critical about it, but you try and see it from their perspective. Yeah. 
I could yeah. I could be alright like awesome strike with uh, King Arthur and then like she's uh, pretty stubborn so I think she'd give you a good fight yeah and Molly Pops already, al- always told me that like even though she knows it's not the best movie ever she kind of likes Sucker Punch oh <laughs> oh, oh that's tempting to I watch know. again oh no <laughs> let's f- I'm gonna write that down oh, somewhere. God, I'm gonna write it down on yeah. this piece of paper. I was hoping because she's always she always like buried. And every time she brings up like ideas about why it's good, I'm like, I can see that, but uh, I can't get past some some a few but it's things. It's awful. I don't know. It'd be but it'd be interesting. Well, awesome track. Also, like just ruin all of our friendships by watching movies that are considered bad that our friends like. Friends and lovers, <laughs> JT. You're willing to bring your lover on. So, Awesome Strike also just watched The Mummy, the newest Mummy, and yeah. she swears she... it's amazing. <laughs> oh, I'm going to watch that. Like, she had a like a back and forth on Facebook last night with our friend Rita that was so good. Mm. I oh. followed the whole thread this morning. Man. But she said she's not ashamed. So What did, um, what was Molly th- talking about? Sucker Punch. Oh, Sucker, Sucker Punch, punch. yeah. I'm writing it down. Oh, God. I'm sorry, I like that Molly. idea. If we were, we could get them back. Yeah. I there need we a go. movie. I should think of one. Yeah, think of one. Change yeah. our minds. Change but it has mind. to be one. Don't stop me now. It has to be one that you you just can't be like, I'm. We've never seen. Oh, like the one movie on Amazon. I can I get you guys to watch. I suppose. Oh, I mean, I suppose we could have never seen it, but we'd have to like. No, you need to see it. Whatever the person's talking about, you can't just. And go we to both a have to like not it. like it, and then you have to kind of like it and change your mind. Okay, I'll is think that, of something. This is a weird kind of niche show, but I yeah. like the idea. Hey, this is interesting. All right. It's interesting. I'm putting this aside. Uh, Margot Robbie yes. doing that Tanya Harding biopic yes oh, i forgot about that uh, Me too. Uh, in an interview she Harley came out Quinn. and said <laughs> that she did not know that tanya harding was actually based on a true story oh my god when she made it like what yeah how is that possible was that like the biggest how old is well, she's Margot Robbie? from australia yeah but yeah, this but was like big on. news like, though what did, right when weren't they like it? olympic skaters well, it was big yeah, but story? it was I can kind of see it because she was Australian and it was like, I think it was done like when she was super young we too. Super I, that's young. what I was going to ask. Like how old was we're she? We're probably about the same age. Yeah. I'm going to look up how old Margot Robbie is. <laughs> Wouldn't that like you would think when she's in talks to do the role, they would like mention that and maybe That's have like her the only thing her? I know of Tanya Harding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that she almost crippled Nancy Kerrigan. <laughs> but yeah, so there you go. Some... Some weird news there. Weird news. Weird news. Margot Robbie's deets coming up. Come on. So have you ever read? She was the born word... in 1990. Okay, so we're a little older. Not yeah. old enough that you should just generally know. But when did that happen? That was it like 90, 92? That was early, early 90s. I think it was 92. It happened born in 1990. Jesus Christ! Don't make Christ. you feel old as shit. Oh, we're just bunch of old farts. <laughs> bunch of old farts sitting around. Uh, we were not that far off, but I'm just like, what the F? Troy, the yeah. box office was pretty damn low yeah. this last couple weeks, but yes, with the big release yes. of It, yes. <laughs> it made a, it had a huge $123 million opening. Yes. Smashing all the competition. Yes. 
Wasn't it? It's like I think it's like one of like the highest grossing horror films. It, I think it is now. ever for its opening weekend. And it's the highest grossing uh, film opening in September. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, like a whole recently. bunch of like obscure records that just demolished. Obscure records, yes. Well, it was like <laughs> two full weekends where it was one of the lowest box office weekends in because like, nothing came in like out. I didn't. Years. Yeah, I'm like surprised like nothing came out like yeah. the last two or three weeks. <laughs> I was like, you think there'd be at least something? Yeah, especially with the holiday. Yeah. No. Like Labor Day, yeah, not a what is going not on a single that? thing came out on Labor Day. That's weird. That's an oversight. Yeah, <laughs> by it was somebody nuts. It's crazy. So yeah, so it came out at, like the perfect time because people wanted to go they to the movies, aching, but they nothing aching was for nothing it. was out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like well, like Hitman's Bodyguard was like on top for like three weeks because that's the only thing out there, and it was making dog shit money. Too. I know it was like making like twenty million dollars, <laughs> like ten million dollars. Yeah, twenty million dollars a weekend. Yeah, and like it was number one. It was number one. <laughs> That's horseshit money right there. That's some horseshit. I would take that horseshit. I'm just going to tell you right now. Of course I would take that 20 million horseshit money. I would take it. Uh, but keep it. <clears throat> horseshit. But, yeah. Horses, horses, horses. Horses, <laughs> horses, horseshit. Uh, uh, Troy, we got uh, Ben Foster and Chris Pine did that what? amazing Hell or High Water movie. Did you see yeah. that yet? I have not seen that. It's pretty good. I, I heard it was it. great. I like it a lot. Anyways, they are re-teaming with the director from Hell or High Water, David McKenzie. Hell or Higher Water. Hell or High... No, <laughs> not the sequel. Oh. But they're making a movie for, uh, I believe it's Netflix. All right. They're doing a historical drama based on Robert the Bruce. I don't know that. Don't from, know that. Uh, <laughs> Robert called Outlaw Bruce? King. Okay. I think it's like something <clears throat> like in Scandinavia, maybe. Oh. Oh. Oh, now I get the Margot Robbie thing, which she doesn't hear about other things for other countries. It's Scandinavian. Mm, full circle. <laughs> <laughs> for everyone listening. But yeah, so um, <laughs> that reteaming. All right. I mean, sure. I haven't seen Hell or High Water here. It's uh, great. Yeah. I don't even I'm know up for seeing more sure stuff that they do. It's for a Netflix thing. That's a lot easier what for me to it? see. And Chris Pine and Chris Pine and uh, Ben Foster were really good together. He's just Worked a really national well together. treasure. Are you guys uh, just a glimpse into what you're talking about? What it is? Hello, hi, what? I've never heard of it. Oh, it's like a western. It's like basically like a modern western type thing where like these two oh, brothers okay. are robbing banks okay. to. Uh, I think it's to buy back their mom's house, and then like Jeff. Bridges plays like a sheriff that's like hot on their tail. Oh, that sounds awesome! Thank you. Did it come out Thank last you. year or the year before? Yeah, it came out last year. Yeah, yeah I yeah. never heard about it, but I could see that being really good. It was good. very well received. Yeah, it's cool. good. I, I liked just it. Never got around to seeing it. I liked it. Yep, uh, yep, yep, yep. Troy Jared Leto, uh, f- a, a favorite uh, subject on this show. <laughs> what do you do now? Uh, apparently, Mail to get ready to for. To get ready for Blade Runner 2049, oh God. Yeah. being the method actor that he is, drank a lot of blood. He's he plays a <laughs> blind he plays a blind man in it, I guess. And he actually he burn out his eyes. Well, he did something did to make himself temporarily blind for <laughs> like stare at the eclipse. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, he that's the, the easiest way. <laughs> he followed our nation's leader and stared right at the eclipse. But yeah, he, he had this. He had something leader. done to his eyes where it temporarily blinded him for like a day or something. Why 
to prepare for this role <laughs> where he's supposed to play a blind man in Blade Runner 2049. I guess for Temporarily a day, blinded himself? a day of being blind is not that bad. It's not like he went weeks of blinding himself yeah. intentionally. But I really wish he did stare at the eclipse. <laughs> Me too. But we fried no, his I always, I'm always brain. <laughs> and then he wins an Oscar and he thanks the eclipse. <laughs> He kisses his fingers and raises Thanks, them son. to the sky. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. There's like a, there's this podcast I listen to where like anytime like something comes up about method acting, they always bring up this story where like the guy that directed Marathon Man, I guess like uh, Dustin Hoffman to get ready for this one scene where like he's supposed to have been up for like hours for like days on end. Like he just went and like ran like three miles in like his clothes and then like came back and he was like sweating and looked disgusting and was like exhausted. He's like, okay, I'm ready for my scene. And then the director was like, why don't you just act? (laughs) (laughs) I've heard that same story. (laughs) We're like, uh, I can't remember what it was. It might've been the same movie because Dustin Hoffman didn't do that. Right. Yeah. There's marathon man. I remember it was like from marathon. I don't can't remember who directed marathon man, but it was like Dustin. It was like Dustin Hoffman scene where like, and then he just like oh, looked I, like shit. Maybe I thought, maybe it was the same one, or maybe it was a different story. But like, it was a, it's about Dustin Hoffman, where they were on set with him, and the guy who was not Dustin Hoffman was trying to do it all method and trying to get into the thing. And then Dustin Hoffman's like kind of grab ass and offset or whatever. And then they say like, all right, places, and he goes on, and then just gives an amazing performance. <laughs> and then he just they yell cut, and then he goes off and starts grab assing again with like just actually the crew. grabbing ass. Yeah. And it's like, you don't need to do all that gut. Just be a good actor. You don't need to fucking immerse yourself. To be fair, though, I think Jared Leto is a really good actor. So it's not like he does all this weird shit and then is Shut the fuck up. I do. (laughs) I think he is. I think he's a very good actor. Name five movies he's been in. Stop it with the name five. (laughs) You stupid idiots. You keep doing that. I mean, stupid idiot. I thought he was okay in Requiem for a Dream, but he wasn't my favorite part from Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's a fine actor. It's just yeah. like, and he is the a more fine... shit I hear about like his method acting <laughs> skills are just like, shut up. Same oh with Daniel Day-Lewis. God. He's amazing. Oh, yeah. I love Daniel Day-Lewis with like, I love the fact that like when, when they were filming Lincoln, he would like text Sally Field in like old, like English type. He shouldn't even, he should have wrote her a letter. Already breaking yeah. character. What are you yeah. doing, D.D. Lewis? <laughs> you just wanted to call him, like, a dick. <laughs> Daniel Dick. What are you doing, Dumb Dumb Lewis? I'm going to yeah. try, try this Lucky Buddha. Lucky Buddha. Is it a Buddha nope. bottle? Can't it's it. a Buddha bottle. It is a Buddha bottle. Look, Look at that. that. Look at that. That's pretty cool. Rub that Openers belly. on that chair over there. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, all my news. Oh, great. J.T., I got a bit. Ah, shit. All right. Oh, no. Here we go. Guys, gotta bring the mood down. Bring the mood down with uh, well, then we call Neil's bits. <laughs> People dying, it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's bits. Yep, yeah. Neil's bits still going. It's still playing. <laughs> <laughs> an inch takes a mile would really like to talk <laughs> about this person that passed away but we're waiting for the end of this theme. oh there's there it goes all right there it goes. <clears throat> uh my bit today is uh comic creator len ween died at 69 years old on the 10th 
Um, I didn't see what he died from, but in 2015 he had a quintuple bypass. Oof. Yeah. So I don't a know. Donkey if it, heart. I don't maybe, but he had com- maybe. I don't know if he had complications with that, but he's also, I guess, just been a very like sick child, like even growing up. Regardless, um, he was a great, immense comic creator for the comic community. He he's a co-created Wolverine. Oh. Oh. He shit. co-created Swamp Thing, co-created Colossus. Nightcrawler, Storm, Thunderbird, Lucius Fox from the Batman franchise, and a character called the Human Target. Gotcha. Co-created all of those guys, as well as revamped series and franchises in the uh, mid to mid to uh, late '80s. He was a big, huge player in both Marvel and DC. And '69 is not a very no <laughs> very not very old. Yeah. I didn't know he did all of that. I didn't yeah. know who he was, to be honest. Yeah, very big big deal in the comics community. And, like, I follow a lot of comics things on Twitter, so on the 10th when he did pass away, it was all just tributes to him and everything like that. It was always, like, really sad that he was passed. And, like, I, I'm not saying he was an un- unhealthy man, but, like, if he was just had those bodies that just constantly get sick, I can see. And if you work in the comics community as well, like... It's hard when you get to be an older creator when you don't get as much work because you're, I guess, you're not quote relevant enough anymore, mm. and then you're kind of out, kind of just on the con circuit trying to make money from your like nostalgia. That is so sad. Yeah, it is, and then like you, can, like you can't afford. It is. It's almost just like old wrestlers, Ugh. where like you're kind of out of favor from whatever, and the only people that really like to you is people that grew up with you. And then you can't afford, like, insurance, and you just get sick, and, like, oh. it's really sad. I don't know if this is a story with him or not, but it's, like, it's it's a, like that. Oh. Yeah. That's and that's now, now there's, what, there's a thing called the comic book, uh, uh, there's, like, a, something going on now where people can donate to the comic book community, and that goes to, like, legal fees of, like, uh, old creators or, like, oh, health yeah. funds and stuff like that. There's like a whole thing. So if you are a fan of comics and you want and you love these old creators, I would donate to them if yeah. you wanted to help out. There's a thing just, like that for wrestlers called the Cauliflower Club. Yeah, where like you can donate to it and it like they fund some things for like older wrestlers that can't find work for anything. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. Those are ripping my <laughs> mushy mom heart right out of my chest. Uh, yeah. Well, life is real, man. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, it's real. But Len Wein, you will definitely be missed, and your mm. contributions are nothing short of amazing. So, thank you for your contributions to the world. Hell yeah. Uh, well, that brings us in, JT, to You Know It's Done. I think... Oh, I was going to say I'm like, see Danger say it. Oh. What? Say... It's done? There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> There you have it. There you there have it. There you go. You've seen the footage. It's out there, babe. You just might as well just put the goddamn movie out the box there. Box office has been in the toilet. Been, yeah, you had three weeks to put this fucking thing out. You could have made a shit ton of money. Dumper. <laughs> there you have it. You could have made a shit ton of money just putting your movie out there those last three weeks. Too late now. It's getting it all. It. It's it, getting it all. It took it all. It, it took it. It took it all. All. One of my friends put it took a, it out. One of my friends, <laughs> one of my friends put out an amazing tweet this past week where he's like, "We're going to see it is the new who's on first. 
<laughs> I love it. I really like it. Uh, JT, how many trailers you got this week? I only got two. I've got three. Shit. Faced. You've probably got all the ones that I have. I didn't really look too hard for trailers this week. Uh, okay. Well, I'll just go, and if you have them, chime right in. Okay. First one I saw, the newest and last, hopefully, <laughs> movie of the Fifty Shades franchise. Oh, God. Put out their trailer for the third installment, oh, God. Fifty Shades Freed. Somehow looks even worse. <laughs> I agree. As then, the woman in the Did you room, watch it? Yeah. Looks awful. I don't know what is going I on. I watched in it. it intentionally with the sound married. off on Facebook because I didn't yeah. want to hear that shit, but I was like, how is this a thing? I watched it before I went to yeah, work with like one day married, and I'm like they're still doing these. Kidnapping huh? or something. <laughs> They got to finish the series. Do they? There's Do a cliff. They? There was a cliffhanger. The, the, I guess the main lead actors don't even like each other. Like I don't even think Dakota. I thought Johnson they were dating. Likes, no, he's married and like he, they don't like each other at all. Right. Like it's publicly known, like even on set, which yeah. kind of ruins it because like I don't think maybe they have they're a lot just hate fucking each other on the. She just maybe sucks. <laughs> yeah, she is like, but she just watching. Seems like, a Paint rock. Rot. Yeah. So, like, I don't understand how she gets jobs. I mean, I know she has but famous parents. But she's Don Johnson's daughter. Yeah. And Melanie Griffith. But, like, they are awesome. She is not. Ugh. Ooh. Get some boobs out, though. And she's a real douche. <laughs> she was, like, a super douche to her mom on a red carpet. Like, what, live. Did face her? No. She was just, like, <laughs> on a red carpet, and her mom was there, and... Like, reporters were trying to ask Dakota Johnson things, and she was, like, snapping at her mom live on camera and just being, like, a total, like, just bitch. Like, she was just not nice. And I'm like, oh you are not right. great, and you're not friendly. Well, there you have it. Starring in Fifty Shades Freed. Yeah. Coming Ew. probably Valentine's Day again. What's sad, uh, though, uh, is I bet uh, it makes... <laughs> they have that in there? No. Uh, Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you can't do a Fifty Shades <laughs> trailer you without guys that. Were really uh, into that. But you know what's sad? It's gonna make so much money, and Maybe. it's so awful. What did the second one make? I feel like the second one made a lot of money. What was that one? Fifty it's a Shades lot of Darker. Horny housewives and like yeah. women who were like, I just need to see it. I'm gonna look that shit off. up. Just a I whole can't. bunch of middle-aged women just rubbing their thighs together, sitting I in the theater. Cannot imagine. Troy to the Max and I watched it at home like way after the first one came out, and we barely could make it through it. Yeah, we watched it as like and that a doesn't happen very often. Valentine's yeah, we were just like, thing. let's drink a bottle of wine and watch this piece of crap, and then I don't wanna live it was awful. <laughs> I couldn't even take it seriously. Like, he's kind of cute, but, ooh, man, wolf. Well, it definitely made its money back. Yeah, it made a ton <laughs> of money. Holy I shit. It. Had a production budget of $55 million worldwide. It made $378.8 yeah. million. Yeah, ton of money. Jesus uh, Christ. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> it's hard to watch you make that sound. <laughs> Woof. Yeah, I've not watched any of these. I kind of want to see them from how I heard how bad they are. I feel like you should. I think you and uh, oh, it'll... M-Dog should. We should, just re- we should review these when they all come out. No oh, way. my God. I no. Will, I refuse. Let's do it. I 
put in a veto card. I that refuse. That is a strong would... positive reaction <laughs> from Troy to the Max. I would rather watch that than one of the movies that you wrote down on a possibility list, though. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. You kidding me? I'm I'd probably not. watch this over fucking true memoirs of an international assassin. Get the fuck out of here. Shit Until you've awful seen it. Fuck. Fifty, is that a thing? Fifty Shades is real bad. It is bad. I would take a real bad movie over a movie than, like, true memoirs. Ugh. That's what we reviewed last week, true memoirs. Oh, that I Kevin didn't James see it. movie. Be thankful. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. Uh, next trailer I have is the newest trailer to the newest season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Ah. Okay. It Jesus. does not <laughs> skip a beat. Speaking of rubbing thighs together, you know what? see dangers over here. He hits my funny bone. Okay, <laughs> that Larry David, he gets me. Now he he looks older for sure. Yeah. yeah. Larry David. He's got he's almost all white now in the he's back. He's a skeleton oh, yeah. pretty much. But like hasn't missed a no, beat. No, he's so friggin' funny. Yeah. Like the tr- like I don't I don't want to say it all too much but there's like a bunch of stars in it as well yes and like oh my god i wouldn't mind like if they were gonna rejuvenate a thing i'm glad it's this yeah. because larry david is just playing himself he is so being funny. a grumpy asshole yeah. yes and it's great oh. and if it's as well written as all the episodes like oh i didn't like a lot of the later episodes to be honest in the last season or as soon so as cheryl left him i don't know that was rough I liked it when Leon came in, though. Yeah, but Cheryl was a good play against him. That yeah. actress was really good. But, uh, yeah, it looks looks great. If oh, you got the same yeah. kind of writing, whew, look out, baby. I could just keep going, too. Like, multiple just, more seasons. Yeah. I would love it. Let it go till he dies. So, there we Even go. Even after he dies, yeah. just uses... Use his animated, bo- <laughs> animated dead body. We get a Dar- Larry David's. Yeah. <laughs> uh... And the last trailer I've got, JT, is The Disaster Artist came out with its first full-length real trailer. This is one of mine I saw. Uh, has a little more background to how the movie is going to be made. Yeah. Um, has more of uh, Franco being Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. There's some, like, like shots of this where he looks... Hauntingly, I like think he Tommy does a really Wiseau. good Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, like there's a few times where I'm like, yeah, it's a little off. Just recently seeing the room, yeah, but like it's really good. There's it's like good there's impression. some where it's like he looks, he acts just like Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, even so, with a laugh, like haha. <laughs> <laughs> I am really looking forward to seeing uh, this. Yeah, I and it might even it. make. We should even watch the room after it because yeah, again. Yeah, because it's the movie. One of those movies that's so bad that it could oh, be man. easily watched. Yeah, we need and to see like, it in a they, party uh, or something. And I like how they they almost kind of frame this movie where like they almost kind of show him in like a almost more of a positive light too, where it's like yeah, he's he's very out there and he's like doesn't he's not doesn't have like a he does have like a few bulbs loose. It looks like, <laughs> but like the fact that like he's. Willing to put himself out there so much where it's like, yeah. I, I think I heard somewhere like he makes a million dollars a year from the room. Probably because he owns everything about yeah, it. Yeah, he owns everything about it and people are always trying to find ways to watch it and there's always theaters playing it and shit. Like, sure, you can make fun of him and like 
shit like that, but like it does not deny the fact that he's still making money from it and yeah. it, it's, it's, it's a fucking yeah. success. Yeah. And the fact that he put himself out there from that, like willing to like take this pu- public ridicule to be able to make a living off of this is there's like some something you can admire from that. Yeah. But there's also the teaser of the movie as well that shows just like how bad and annoying he is. Yeah. I'm feeling like it's going to ride both of those lines. Oh yeah. I think th- <laughs> I don't think it's going to hold back on either sense, but like the fact that well the fact that it's based off the guy's book that's like a tell all on oh, how like, yeah. shitty Tommy Wiseau yeah. was at some points. I know. I almost kind of read- want to read the book too. Cuz it's Man, just We're going to take a deep dive into it. <laughs> Man, I am fascinated by Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> You should be in for Halloween. I should. Holy that shit. Oh, my would, God. Did What's I up, just, motherfuckers? Did I just give you the best idea ever? Just yeah, well, carry a football oh, with hi, you? Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Molly Pop could be the wife. Oh, like, yeah. oh, I would totally just wear, totally yeah. just wear like a tuxedo holding a football with yeah. long black hair. That would be amazing. <laughs> so you're welcome, and please do it. But, yeah. Disaster but you have artist. to method act it before you get. I, yeah, I have to be nonstop Tommy Wiseau the whole. <laughs> like go yeah. to work as him. Yeah, have people call you Tommy. Yeah, yeah. your own mother. Yeah. Yes. Mother, my name is Tommy. <laughs> call me Tommy, motherfucker. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so you got any more trailers, JT? Uh, I got one more. Okay. Uh, there's a movie starring Matt Damon. Oh. oh my! Downsizing. Okay. Uh, it's about uh, a group of people where they find, or just like the world in general, finds out that uh, the world's been overpopulated. So their uh, cure to finding a way to take care of that is to basically make everyone smaller. That way, they're using less. Oh, okay. They're using less um, resources. Sequel to Ant Man. Pretty much. <laughs> They're pretty much ant manning everybody. Great. But they tackle it in a way which is really interesting because they, they like downsize people and because you're so much smaller, like your money accumulates to more currency. Like they even have a scene in there where they say that this couple between the two of them they have two thousand dollars, but when they're smaller it adds up to like five hundred million dollars. Because of the resources that involve keeping them alive and like giving them resources is very little to what it was if they were normal sized. Sure. So like they tackle stuff like that and they like build like these small communities where they're running functioning communities, but it's just everything's smaller, so it doesn't involve as many things as opposed to when they were larger. Alright. And it seems really interesting. interesting. I wanna see like kind of what they do with it in terms of like maybe some downsides to doing this too i would like to think that like if you have the technology to shrink the entire world's population that money being a man-made construct (laughs) wouldn't really be a big deal like couldn't i don't i don't know but no money is based off of currency and like what you can uh deliver like resources sure you're definitely gonna use less of them if you're smaller yeah i I get it (laughs) i get it i'm just saying like i feel like they're reaching real hard i'm i'm just saying like money is made up by man so like money is backed by gold 
I first get of it. all. I get it. <laughs> but that's all just made up by man. Like, they just said, like, gold is worth this. And we have this much, so that means we're rich. But, like, they could have just said, this table is worth this much. And it backs all of her money. Like, it's just a fucking object. Like it's anyway. You going Jim Carrey on us right now? <laughs> oh, did you see that interview? Yes, I did. Did you see that? Interview? I haven't, but I've been hearing about it. Oh my god, it was amazing. <laughs> it's it's pretty fantastic. He just goes Crazy. fucking not. No, he doesn't go nuts. Like he doesn't like yell or anything. Like yeah. He's just goes. He's like this. on a fashion week red carpet, and he's just like, "What is what is everything? Like what is this? Is all useless?" This is yeah. nothing. This is this is nothing. What I'm doing, and at first <laughs> I just wanted to be like, then why are you there? Like, didn't I? She might have even asked that question, but I'm like, why do you even bother to go then, Jim Carrey? <laughs> Jim Carrey. Anyway, yeah, he just lets this like reporter have it. And you can just see like her oh shit face, being like, oh god, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? But yeah, that interview was awesome. I imagine, uh, or I imagine i implore everyone to see the interview it is great it's yeah. only like three minutes knock yourself out i'll find it but no check out downsizing it's an it seems like an interesting premise okay and i'm i might check it out all right sounds interesting i'll check out the trailer yeah i think the trailer does more justice than my describing it great i'm glad <laughs> well that brings us into what we are talking about tonight. Oh, so excited. Uh, True Lies, our second stop in our Secret Agent September. Uh, let me get you some stats. Uh, let me get them T facts. Drop them T facts. <laughs> uh, movie release. T to the facts extreme. July 15th, 1994. Big summer release. Budget of. A hundred and fifteen million dollars domestically. Domestically, made one hundred and forty-six point two million. Worldwide, three hundred and seventy-eight point eight million dollars. Rotten Tomatoes has it at a seventy-two percent. IMDb has it at a seven point two out of ten. And Roger Ebert, at the time of its release, rated it three out of four stars. Good. Here we go, JT. What is true lies? Well, we follow a man by the name of Harry... Oh, shit, what's his last name? Henderson? Oh, if only. <laughs> Truman. Not Harry, no. I'll Harry... Tasker, I think it is. Yep. I think it's Harry Tasker. Yep. But anyways, he is a... He is a secret agent that works for the Omega Force, I think it's called. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they're the last line of defense. And, uh, yeah, he is currently uh, tackling a situation where they are pitted against a terrorist group known as the Crimson Jihad. Oh, my God. While also in the background trying to maintain his, his marriage to his wife, Helen, played by Jamie Lee Curtis... Who might be kind of getting some side action. Oh boy. In the meantime. So can Harry Tasker both save the world and his marriage at the same time? Watch your eyes and find out. My god. That might have been the best synopsis you've ever done. 
I love this movie. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, it is Tasker, by the way, JT. You pulled it out there. Good. Pulled it right yourself. out. Good. Uh, I want to put yeah. I want to put this right up top. This may be my best or my favorite movie that stars Tom Arnold. Right. <laughs> there's never. There's like a scenario. There, it gets just enough Tom Arnold. Yeah. I can't even. I couldn't even name three Tom Arnold movies. It's this and the stupids. <laughs> <laughs> He's in this movie nine months with Hugh Grant. It's pretty good. He plays like a frustrated dad of multiple kids. Does it? Where does it fall in between True Lies yeah. and the Stupids? <laughs> Immediate, like directly in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> the Stupids. God. I just want to find out Tom Arnold's Twitter and then just tweet, "You were in True Lies and the Stupids." <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my god. So True Lies is very good. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that right out right on the top. Um I'm not gonna tiptoe around it. It's way better than true memoirs. Oh like fantastic. times a thousand. Uh True Lies is great. Um Directed by James Cameron. I kinda get to see like his Cameron influence in this a little bit. Yeah. Um, I actually thought True Lies, because this is actually the first time I've ever seen it all the way through. Yeah, I was, because you said this is the first time I ever saw it all the way through. Every time you said that, I was like, oh, well, you saw like bits and pieces of it here and there. And then you're like, oh, I've only seen like the last five to ten minutes. I'm like, shit, you're missing so much. <laughs> uh. Boy, was I. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've only seen like the hairier scene, and that is. The last ten minutes of the movie, yeah, completely. Um, lost my train of thought. What was I gonna say? What was I saying? talking about? True lies. <laughs> did you forget? I you did. I might have a stroke. Might have a stroke. I don't remember what I was gonna say. About Something about you could see James Cameron's. Oh yeah, you influence. could see James Cameron's influence in it. But I actually thought it was gonna be a little more campier i guess yeah like i thought it was going to be almost like commando yeah type campiness and i never really ventured there it rode yeah. that line between like i'm taking this seriously but it, i'm also it's got a lot of levity in it yeah like there are some serious moments in it but then yeah they throw those scenes in there where it's like we're still a fun action movie don't get us wrong yeah yeah, yeah. we're still a fun action movie could totally complete popcorn movie oh the bet i i, I say <laughs> that this is like the the campy action movie version of Pulp Fiction where like the minute you as soon as you see it then like you could just have it playing in the background and then like do whatever and be like oh shit I want to watch him chase a motorcycle on a horse okay <laughs> now I'll go back to what I'm doing um, I do think it's runtime is a little long I did feel like on this on the this watch that I felt that it was long and I don't know where you could trim it out at yeah but I I don't I don't know, but I felt like it, maybe a little bit in the beginning, because I kind of do like some other mission in the beginning that I liked. I liked all of it. Yeah. It just seemed to maybe to go I feel on like a some long. of the stuff on the island kind of went a little long. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, there's not much else I could really cut out of this. Right. Um, I got some more facts for you, JT. Drop the it facts was on me. The number three movie in 1994. 
Could you Amazing. name number one and two? Oh, shit. In 94. Yes. I got, I got one of them. Yeah, I asked Chelsea before the show. Quiz me before the show. I don't think, did Jurassic Park come out that year? No, no it didn't. That was that a 93. You gave me a hint on the genres. Like, one's a kid's Shit. movie. One's a kid's movie. Feel the Dreams? One's a drama. <laughs> a kid's movie, Feel the Dreams. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. You'll uh, kick yourself once you yeah. hear I, I'm pretty sure I will. 94, kid's movie. Huge kid's movie. Aladdin? Nah. Lion King? Yes. Okay, there That was the number two movie. What was number one? Fuck. I don't know. Go ahead. Force Gump. Ah, oh, shit. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the top five <laughs> is a very odd number for 1994. Okay. Because it goes Force Gump was number one, Lion yeah. King, and then True Lies. Yeah. And then number four is the Santa Claus. <laughs> huge then. It was. Like, she said that that right away. Tim Allen was, like, coming right off of Home Improvement. Like, people are all about it. And that movie was huge, even though it was a Christmas movie. And then, number five is The Flintstones. The live-action remake of The Flintstones. They marketed the fuck out of The Flintstones, though. But, just like, just saying that now, seeing Forrest Gump, Lion King, and True Lies, like, big, huge, like, like tentpole movies. Yeah, that's a huge, diverse top five. Yeah. And then here, like the Santa Claus and the Flintstones, it's like those fit in there. I don't feel like they should. Yeah. But they were huge at the time. That is a diverse as fuck <laughs> top five. Yeah. You don't see that kind of diversity in movies no. now. Yeah. Everything's pretty close to yeah. Like and, and all those like big blockbusters are pretty much close to like the same genre. Yeah. That's all over the place. That right. top five. Like this year, it's probably gonna be like. Spider-Man, Wonder Woman, <laughs> Thor 3, Justice League, and as a Star Wars Star movie Wars, coming yeah. out, it's going to be those five movies. Like, so, yeah. not without a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> whatever whatever the top five is going to be, they're going to be owned by Disney. <laughs> right? Let me see this. Oh, this movie won some awards? JT. Good. Let me let you on those. Jamie Lee Curtis actually won Best Actress at the Golden Globes for this movie. Really? In a musical or comedy. Yes. Not supporting. Yeah, I can see that. Best Actress. Um, she also won it, I think, at the Spirit Awards, and James Cameron won Best Director at the Spirit Awards, I think, as well. Oh, shit. I think it was nominated for an Oscar for, like, visual effects, but it was the only movie that James Cameron has ever been nominated for visual effects for that he's never won. Okay. Like, he was nominated for, like, Avatar, Terminator 2, all those other ones. He won those. Yeah. But did not win this one. There's some pretty crazy set pieces in this film, too. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, Also, a good amount of the budget was spent on the Harriers. I bet. bet. (laughs) Because the U.S. government... Put three Harriers and pilots on loan to this movie. Yeah. At a rate of two thousand four hundred and ten dollars an hour. Holy shit! And they ended up spending a hundred thousand seven hundred thirty-six thousand or seven hundred thirty-six dollars total on the Harriers and pilots. Shit. Just for the last twenty minutes of the movie. 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah, they show up at they show up at like one point near the end. Because they blow up the bridge yeah. to cut him off. Right. But, uh, yeah. 
quite a chunk of change. Yeah. Also, I was on Wikipedia, and this is a completely wrong stat. Okay. It's on Wikipedia saying that it was the first film to ever have a budget over $100 million. That is incorrect. I don't think so. Because I looked up a James Cameron other movie that came out in 1991, Terminator 2, yeah. and its budget was over $100 million. <laughs> so whoever put that... And I even followed the link, because I'm like, that doesn't seem right. And it said, like, in the Guinness Book of Records, it says it's the first movie to be have a budget over $100 million. And then I followed that link, and it was just, like, one page that's had, like, hardly any visitors. <laughs> no, this is true. And I'm like, this is not a real thing. Like, I've already proved you wrong just by my uh. memory. <laughs> so you lose Wikipedia. Um, also, Charlton Heston is in this movie. And he's I did a- not know until I on this last <laughs> watching. And he's a fantastic character. And he's just a discount Nick Fury. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, if True Lies were to catch on, I would want to see a prequel of him. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he just comes in, he's just... just Pure Charlton Heston with a fucking eye patch. Just like, what evidence do you got? And he's like, barely in this movie. Yeah. And they got Charlton Heston to yeah. play him. He's just sitting behind a table for two scenes. <laughs> That's it. And a complete skeptic dickhole <laughs> the whole it's time. Fantastic. That's it. Um, just yelling at Tom Arnold on Schwarzenegger. Uh, another great thing in this movie... Bill Paxton is in this movie. Uh, I think he's one of my favorite parts in it. Him and Jamie Lee Curtis are the two best things in this movie. Yes. Bill Paxton alone, like, he plays... He, he This plays this character that has, like, three different modes, and every mode is perfect. Right. And a douchebag. Oh, <laughs> the best douchebag. What though. I love it in this is, like, Bill Paxton is actually a salesman... Pretending to be a secret agent. Yeah. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger is a secret agent pretending to be a salesman. That's true. That's a flip-flop. That's true. I love it. Um, I also love that scene in the where, like, the only time you get any, uh, like, glimpse into, like, how he portrays his alias is when he's, like, describing computers to Jamie Lee Curtis like while they're doing like their morning routine. Oh, yeah. And he, like, talks like he wants to fuck these computers. <laughs> he just spouts out He's like techno babble. It's so, and yeah, it's like, it's so great. It's so fantastic. I love it. I, I, I love every second of it. It's so fantastic. Right. And he's just like, do you want to fuck these com-? Like, if I was your wife, I'd be like, I think he wants to fuck these computers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the when the movie started, it starts off like on a, like a mission right away. Mm-hmm. And it starts off in, like, Austria or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wait, you know what? This is going to be great because it might show where Arnold's character came from because of his nope. accent. Accent. No. Nope. Not. Nah. <laughs> He's just I don't, an yeah. American Especially hero. with a name like Harry Tasker. <laughs> that's not from but you Austria. But you don't know that at, the, at yeah. that point or whatever. But, yeah. like, that's what went through my head first. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's going to be cool. They're going to throw a lampshade on, like, Arnold having an accent. No. Nope. Nope. They don't. Nope. There's like he's everyone like, is acting as a normal American, <laughs> like last act, like uh, jingle all the way. Never bring up that he was from Austria. Not, not ever. <laughs> Very funny though. I love it. I love. Yeah. One of my favorite lines is from Austria, where like Tom Arnold says, "Clocks ticking, ditch the bitch." <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! When you okay, so I think it was the last episode, or maybe we were just in a chat but 
you were spouting off some lines, and I'm like, those are fucking weird lines. And they were all from Bill Paxton when they take the test drive. Yeah. Oh, in dude. In that convertible. That like, test drive. She's got an ass like a 10-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and a pair of titties make you, make you beg for buttermilk. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? The vet makes them wet. <laughs> I'm like, God. What are, we, what are we talking about here? Pussy, right? <laughs> <laughs> and Arnold's like, yeah, pussy, yeah. yeah. What an idiot, huh? <laughs> Just, dude, I don't care. I, I, Arnold's not the best actor, but those, like, fuck you looks that he gives Bill Paxton crack me up. <laughs> <laughs> so much because somehow he's showing all of his teeth at the yeah, same time <laughs> <laughs> he's just got like that weird open mouth like i'm pissed at you like yeah 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 i remember we were partying a few years ago and somehow maybe it was from this movie but there was an arnold showing all his teeth shot that we froze <laughs> oh, on the tv and took was, a picture oh, of from terminator 2 was, we took a picture of it, and it was Joel's picture on my phone. <laughs> we just passed it around forever. Yeah, we loved that photo uh, shot. Uh, I had to pop in for that. That's all I had. It's have. when uh, before I go, Edward Furlong says, "Like, try to smile," and then he shows and then he tries every to smile. T- and we took a of snapshot of it. It's a great shot. Yeah. It's so awkward. Uh. But, but no, Bill Paxton is just fantastic. My, the one thing that always fucking breaks me is, like, there's, like, a scene where, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's like, but what about the husbands? And then just with a mouthful of sandwich, he just yells, Dickless! <laughs> <laughs> Bill Paxton is amazing in this oh, movie. It's so good. When, when, uh... <laughs> but, you know, okay, so... I'm just going to stop talking about Bill Paxton for a little bit. Because I want to go into, like, the main, like, what's going on in this movie here. So, like, the main plot of the movie is so, like, Arnold's character can, like, take down this terrorist threat. The Crimson Jihad, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Because they've acquired a nuclear warhead, or warheads. Yeah. And this terrorist group is the most bumbling terrorist group oh, I've yeah. ever seen, ever. They're just made for this movie because, like, they don't do shit. <clears throat> I don't see how they could be a world threat when they can't get their shit together to even charge a battery for a camcorder. <laughs> like, when the main guy is trying to, like, record his whole, like, record this and we're gonna put it up to threaten America or whatever, yeah. and, like, the guy holding the camcorder is sweating because he just sees low battery on it, and then it, like, <laughs> loses its charge, but he doesn't have the nerve to talk. Tell him that, like, the battery died on the camcorder, and he's like, oh, oh the, the battery died, sir. He's like, well, did you bring the other one? Like, <laughs> <laughs> they'll do, like, like this movie's just out of, out of control, where they'll just have a long, like, 5, 10, 15 minute long action scene, and then just throw in a random, like, comedy scene, but it's not but like, a mo- like any other movie like this, like the comedy scene would be like, oh my god, why they do that? Just keep yeah. doing the action. But the comedy in this is actually funny. Right. Where you're like, oh my god, I actually appreciate that they did this. <laughs> like the one that out of nowhere, where like they're having that big chase on that bridge, like yeah. going off that island, and they just had this, like, 
long scene where like these two dudes are in this truck and they're trying to like level out the <laughs> weight in it because it's like <laughs> yeah, teetering yeah. on this bridge and yeah. they do a long time like oh, oh. and then they're just like they finally get it like leveled off and like oh. and then a pelican just like lands in front of them <laughs> And they're like, oh, oh, oh! And then they, like, tumble off, and then it explodes, <laughs> incinerating and killing them. <laughs> it's like, it's such a funny scene until you realize that they're burning alive now. <laughs> oh, my God, I love that. Because, like, there's, like, two or three times where that happened, where the car is, like, just fine, and it kind of goes off a small little ledge, and then it just explodes yeah. in this huge ball of flame. Yeah, like, it... Yeah, like, it incinerated and killed them in a very fiery, torturous, destructive way. But it was done in, in a hilarious, like, funny scene. God, it was really good. <laughs> uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is also really good in this. Because, like, she pl she plays it very well. Like, yeah, I bought into, like, her weird, naive, like... Kind of like, uh, not housewife, but like, uh, what does she do? Uh, like a, she's like, she works in an yeah, office she or works something. At like, yeah, she works in a cubicle. Um, but she's like kind of mousy yeah. and like whatever. And she kind of gets thrown into this whole situation by her husband. Yeah. Well, the whole thing is like, uh, Bill Paxton yeah. like, acts like a secret agent. That's right. how he like picks up chicks. So like... Arnold Schwarzenegger or uh, Harry catches on to this and then like does like a thing where it's like, well, she wants to act like she wants to feel like she's being part of an adventure. Then I'll make her part of an adventure uh -huh. and uses government funds to God, do so. <laughs> I know that's the one thing where I'm like, man, you are such an asshole. Like he's like using all of these government, all these government things to like, like fucking spy on her and right. like track her it's oh my god it's so goddamn good but then like yes yeah, so then like that leads into that like whole uh backstory which then like he gets jumped like right when he has her involved in something yep. and then she that's how she gets involved in all of this yeah uh she gets jumped at the strip scene yeah or the uh pole dancing scene i yeah. guess um which she Dude, she is hot as she shit. had a body that just won't stop. I tell you what, like man, you would never have guessed it. Never have guessed through it. her like marmish haircut. Yeah, and like then she totally like rips that dress apart, slicks her hair back, and then strips down to like her brawn panties. Yeah. Why would she wear a shitty dress like that and then wear like the most sexiest sexy lingerie, lingerie like right under like. Because they did that whole thing where, like, she shows up and she's, like, wearing, like, a, like, it looks like a really shitty 80s prom dress. Right. To, like, go visit this guy where she's supposed to be a prostitute. Right. And then it's, like, so then she, like, goes and then it's, like, oh, I'm not sexy enough. So then she rips it all off and then it does actually, like, make a sexy dress. And you're, like, oh, okay, whatever. And then she takes a dress off and she's wearing the most revealing, <laughs> scantily clad lingerie ever. And yeah. Like, you wore that? Under a dress that was originally... Looked like looked, Barb from Stranger Things. Yeah. Wore it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, does an, a very impressive God striptease dance it's, that went on for longer than I thought. Oh, yeah. Because this is also a scene that I've seen many times, not just watching the movie, but it's like in pop culture now oh, or yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, 
but I didn't realize, like, I'm like, dang, this is actually pretty sexy. Yeah. I was like, nobody's around, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, it's getting me all heated up there, JT. Oh, but yeah. It, it's, it's good. It was really good. And I guess I didn't know that there's a part where she slips off the bedpost. Yeah. Which she actually slipped off. And yeah. Arnold's reaction to, like, jump up and help her was genuine. Yeah. And then she got back up and just went right back at it. And they just but kept that in the movie. It's perfect for the whole R- thing. I know. Like, there's so many times in this where, like, that's her big thing is, like, she, like she's not designed for this world. But then, like, the things that she does, like, work out in the long run. Right. Where, like, she drops that machine gun down that stairs and it just, like... Kills every terrorist <laughs> in the room. Oh my god, I love that. Like, <laughs> they had to be in a straight line for all that to happen. <laughs> she, like, shoots the Uzi and it like, pops out of her hand, rolls downstairs, end over end, and just kills every <laughs> terrorist in the room. <laughs> like, what is happening? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, also, oh, you made a mention about uh, the comedy in this movie. Yeah. Because I read um, a fact in this that. The first draft of it, James Cameron didn't write. It was, like, a few other writers. Because they wanted to be, like, an action comedy or whatever. Yeah. But, like, James Cameron didn't think it was funny enough. Yeah. So he rewrote it, and the only thing that he kept was the you're fired line. Everything <laughs> else, James Cameron wrote. So I'm like, man. Pretty good. Yeah. Th- like, I think every comedy scene pretty much kind of hits. Yeah. Like, there's nothing in here where I kind of rolled my eyes, like... Ugh, whatever, yeah. man. Right. But, yeah. Even, but you also had, like, people like Bill Paxton. Bill and even, Paxton. even, like, Tom Arnold. Like, I don't know if he was ad-libbing or whatever, but I think it really worked in this Dude, movie. Dude, Tom Arnold, this is probably his best role ever. He says it's his best role ever. Yeah. Like, there's, <laughs> there's like, he sells the shit out of this. Like, yeah. he does kind of seem like, he plays a really good, like, behind-the-computer kind guy. Right. Where he just, is just, like, saying, like, dumb sexist shit right like he's just <laughs> to clocks ticking harry ditch the bitch <laughs> oh, so that oh. ruins me every time so when the line where he says like when my second wife my second wife left me she took the ice cream or the ice cube trays or whatever yeah that was like i guess an actual thing that roseanne did when she divorced him was even take the ice cube trays yeah. what kind of sick bitch takes the ice cube trays <laughs> I just and he like mouths it out so elongated where it's like yeah you can see there's like some disdain behind some that real malice yeah. behind those words. <laughs> Holy cow! Um, I oh, like else? just to go back to to Austria. That whole action scene is just so over the top and amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the, he gets chased down a hill by terrorists on skis with machine guns. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna bring that up. And then like the dogs that, r- that like run at him, and he like stops them by knocking their heads together when they <laughs> jump at him. <laughs> These uh, are this is the kind of movie that like is the only kind of spy movie I ever want to see. Yeah, it's like ridiculous, over the top. Yeah, like Kingsman style, like. James Bond movies aren't doing it for me. No. Like, I liked Casino Royale when yeah. it came out. Mm-hmm. And I liked... Uh, what was the third one? Skyfall more than whatever, Quantum of Quantum Solace. Quantum of Solace. But I didn't really care for Spectre. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of droll and whole... Hum- like, they're not fun. Yeah. Like, Casino Royale more fun than the rest. Yeah. But, like... 
But I can't tell, like, then if I like the Pierce Brosnan, like, James Bond movies or not. <laughs> because I think those are try to go in the camp side. Yeah. But they don't work because they're just bad movies. Yeah. Like, they need, they don't, they, they try to play it serious and they're just bad. Where I, this is, like, knows what it is. Yeah. And is a total comedy action movie. Oh, yeah. I feel like this movie, because the comedy works so well that it actually, like, complements the camp with really good comedy. Yeah. Where, like, when something campy happens, you're like, oh, my God, that's awesome. But then, like, they follow it up with, like, something that's also funny. So then, like, it builds off of that where it's, like, just an all-around just fun movie. Right. Because I think even those Pierce Brosnan movies, there's things that fall flat where it's, like... All right, and then like it kind of loses a little bit of its momentum. But in uh, here, like, even in the in like the down periods, they still throw enough comedy in there where you're like, I'm still having fun. Uh-huh. Like, there's not there's not a lot going on right now, but I'm still having fun. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, oh shit, there was gonna be a point I was gonna make, uh, but it's gone. But no, yeah, like the whole Austria thing with like God, Tia Carrera mm. back in the day. Just yeah, she's okay. She never has done anything Dude, for me. Dude, I've really. always thought like, remember like when I when I first saw her in Wayne's World, I was just like, this is the girl for me. Boy, like, I was like <laughs> swing before I even knew what sex was. I was like, I want to naked kiss her. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that was yeah, that was it. Uh yeah, oh, I, there's like uh, something I read too that she was only supposed to be. She's not, like, a huge part of the movie, but she's no. interspersed throughout it. And I guess she was only be supposed to be shooting for seven weeks. Yeah. And that was, like, even a stretch for her. But yeah. she ended up, because the movie, I guess, was delayed a bunch because of, uh, I guess, like, a holdup on James Cameron's end, I think. Okay. That she ended up not shooting for seven weeks. She shot for seven months. Holy shit. And got paid for the whole time she was, like, on God the movie. damn. Yeah. So I'm like... Good for you, Tia. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, what, uh, what else? God. No, there's just, like... Like, th- the thing that I like the most about this in terms of an action film is that every action scene feels different. Yeah. Like, that's what I like the most about Doctor Strange is that every scene that involved action or fighting felt different. Because, mm. like, in this, it's like, yeah, so you got, like... The fucking Austria scene where he's, like, running down a hill being chased by dudes on skis. <laughs> and then you have, like, the chase scene where, like, he's chasing a dude on a motorcycle while riding a horse through a hotel. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wanted to talk about that scene. That is just fantastic. <laughs> that was great. Oh, my God. I loved it. Because, like, I had no idea what to really expect because you brought that up last week. Yeah. And I was like, what? He chased a guy on a horse? I loved it. Oh, and at the yeah. very end... But, okay, so... Before I get to the very end of that scene, where did that guy think he was going on the motorcycle when he got to the roof? Yeah. That's what are you doing? That's what villains always do. Like They always like work their way up a building where it's like, there's going to be a dead end. You're going up in a bil- <laughs> building's end. Like, why are you still going up? What are you? They're not gonna give up. They're going up a building. I had no idea. Like, he drives into a fucking elevator and I guess just goes to the... He could have hit really any button. Yeah. But, like, Arnold gets into the elevator with a horse <laughs> with another couple in there already. And he's like, the top floor. How do you know he's going to the top floor? 
How do you know this other guy's going to the top floor? Anyway, he does. Yeah. Gets to the top floor with a motorcycle. And he gets out and you're like, what are you going to do up here? (laughs) Get back into the elevator and go down? Nope. Goes and drives off the building. Yeah. In the longest jump I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Ever. Evil Knievel's the fuck out of that building. Launches, like, I don't even know how many hundreds of feet into a a rooftop pool of the next building over. Which, there were other agents on scene. Couldn't they have waited at the bottom of that other building for the dude? Because he's at the top of the other building. I don't know. You would think, right? I don't know. But then, this is when the tension actually got me. Yeah. Because, like, I was like, holy shit, Arnold's going to try to jump to the building on a horse. (laughs) And this movie is just campy enough where he might do it. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, I was literally like, oh, shit, oh, shit, he's going to do it. (laughs) And then... He doesn't, yeah. which grounds the movie a little bit. The horse stops him, and then he scolds the horse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I guess um, during the filming of that scene, they're, they actually filmed it like on a very high ledge. Like it was a 90-foot drop or whatever. Oh, shit. And like the horse got scared of something and started bucking. And like... Uh, Arnold slid off and almost fell off the 90-foot ledge, and his stunt double grabbed him and pulled him back up. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was like, Jesus Christ. You don't have to do a 90-foot ledge, James. Yeah. What are you thinking? <laughs> oh, my God. Not so. Anyway, great scene. Oh, Amazing fantastic. scene. One of the fantastic. best scenes in the movie. Oh, yeah. Even, um, like, the fight scene in the bathroom where he says, cool off, and he throws the dude's head in the urinal. <laughs> flushes it. And flushes it. <laughs> While that guy's While the the guy's stalker. taking a shit. <laughs> they had to throw in the guy taking the shit. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> just destroying that bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, the main dude comes in with a machine gun and just, like, lays waste to the whole bathroom. Guy, guy taking a shit. Taking a shit the whole time. Taking a shit the whole time. <laughs> Doesn't want to get out. Why would you? Not in that sort of oh. malice going on not. outside. Of course not. My God. Of course not. I think my next favorite scene is when uh, <laughs> when the it's after the bridge and you think everything is okay and like I must have missed something because they don't disarm the nuclear bomb. Yeah. Or the nuclear warhead. No, because they uh, they arm it and then they bury it in cement. When do they do that? I must have missed like, it. Because uh, there's a scene where like uh, un- where like uh, they're watching them, like they're they're filming like something where they're like talking about like we're going to show the ultimate power of Crimson Jihad, blah blah blah. So they arm the nuke and then they have a cement truck back up and pour cement over the nuke. Oh, okay. I must have missed that. I... So then, like, so then he was like, "Yeah, we're fucked. We gotta get out of here." Damn, must have been like, I had Macy at the time, so I might have been like trying to, yeah, calm a bit. Remember, there was like, there was like a scene where like, uh, just out of nowhere, like they talk about how like we have the ultimate power of nuclear force, and then like, like Schwarzenegger just looks at Jamie Lee Curtis and just like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, after the bridge, they get all the like. 
get off and then you think uh, the whole thing's done and then he says like don't look baby and so then like he covers he kisses her and like covers up the side of his face and, like Tom Arnold's like don't look everybody and I'm like what the fuck is going on then a nuclear explosion yeah. <laughs> goes off in the background and I'm like what the fuck did I miss here holy shit and then um, you get word that it's not over. Oh, yeah. That there's still another character in this. Elijah Dushku is in this. Yeah, as a teenager. Very young. Yeah. She's almost unrecognizable. Yeah. Like, if you wouldn't have told... If I wouldn't have known that was her, I wouldn't have guessed it was her. Yeah. She looks completely different now. Yeah. Anyway, that's his daughter, mm-hmm. and the terrorist leader has her. Yep. And so, this is my favorite thing, when, like, Arnold just jumps in the Harrier yeah. and like, I'm going to take this. What was his plan? <laughs> like, <laughs> all he knew no was that his daughter was being held in a skyscraper in uh, the Florida. City. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's like in Florida or something. Because I know they're in the Keys and I think it's like in Miami or some shit. I don't know. Okay. But anyways, like he's, so he's going to take this Harrier jet. What's he going to do when he gets there? Like Not he doesn't know that he doesn't know the scenario. Not like a clue. All he knows is he's gonna fucking blow out all these windows. Like when he, the first thing he does when he gets there is he shoots up the room where all the terrorists are. Right. So Which how do you know? Pretty sweet. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> how do you know your daughter isn't anywhere near that vicinity? And how can you see into those windows? Because they seem to be all like tinted. Yeah. Like he just like guesses a floor well, and like, like takes it all the out. The one the one dude that acted like he was like one of the agents, he acted as the cameraman for the reporter. And like I guess he did tell them that his daughter got away and they on what floor they were on. Oh, okay. So maybe he was just like, fuck it. If that agent's not there, I guess I'll just lay waste to every fucking person in that room, I yeah. guess. And then that just was fucking sweet. Shot up the whole fucking like floor. That was pretty sweet. Yeah, when, like, it was the sweet guy as fuck. in the building is like, blah blah blah. We can't find her, or whatever. And then you just see a hairier like rise yeah. into the window view, and you're like, holy shit! And yeah. he just f- turns on his machine guns and lays waste to the whole floor. Oh, it's off. It's awesome. Oh, it's it's awesome. so amazing. And then like they also like comedy up the like the main dude who you've seen do some terrible shit this whole movie. Yeah. And they have a they have a fucking crotch shot scene, <laughs> or he, where he fucking he crotches himself on the fin of the Harrier, <laughs> and they have another scene where like he's hanging from a crane, and then uh, Schwarzenegger swoops up in the Harrier, and then he does a double take where he like widens eyes like it was like, Ugh! like fucking like, that's the fucking like most cartoonish looking double take yeah. for the Harrier. It. When he nuts himself on that fin, yeah. there might as well have been a shot of a close-up of his face where he's just going, oh, and, like, going cross-eyed. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, like, that kind of funny. If that would have happened to you in real life, you would have been cut in half. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, he just crotches himself and just, like, oh. <laughs> um, also, fun fact... Elijah Dushku broke a few ribs during this scene. Oh, good. On the, like, I guess when her, she had to jump to it. Yeah. Like, one of the scenes, she, like, br- cracked a few ribs. Oh, shit. Yeah. Jesus. Nuts. Child endangerment, James yeah. Cameron. What are yeah. you doing? Come on. Just a kid. I've heard James Cameron is a 
kind of a bitch to work with. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like he, uh, like on Abyss or something. Like yeah, Ed Harris pe- punched him in the face because he <laughs> almost drowned to death. <laughs> what a cocksucker. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, anyway, the end of this movie is amazing. Yeah, like it's like the best fucking like fuck you to the like villain. Like I've yeah. seen almost any movie. As he's yeah, as he's hanging from a rocket, he's just like yeah. you're fired. Shoots him through the building right into the uh, into enemy a helicopter. Hel- enemy helicopter yeah. and blows everybody up. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> what a freaking period <laughs> at so the end of the sentence. Satisfying. It's so great. God damn. This movie's great. Also, like there is some crazy ass fucking action scenes or like just fucking cool looking shots like the the scene where he's they're chasing the hell they're chasing the limo and the helicopter yeah and like Schwarzenegger's like dangling from the fucking yeah, legs I of the helicopter really cool like too. trying to grab Jamie Lee Curtis out of the limo and then like they finally like grasp on and she's like still in the limo as it falls off the ledge right and then the it bridge. explodes yeah <laughs> and she's just like going oh! and yeah, like yeah. holding on the whole time like God, that's a fucking cool looking shot. That was. Yeah, James Cameron's got a freaking awesome eye for yeah. that kind of shit. Like, you can legit see, like, her, like, coming out of the sunroof as it's falling yeah, off the falling ledge. Falling away from her. Yeah, like, he doesn't, like, pull her up out of it. Like, she's still in the limo as it's falling out, like, as yeah. she's, like, still in it. Yeah, I really like that. It's like in uh, Jurassic Park 2. Where all that shit's hanging off the edge, and they're hanging onto the rope or whatever, and that shit just falls yeah. around them. Yeah. That's what it was like. Yeah. It's uh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, uh, going back to Jamie Lee Curtis, she is awesome in this fucking movie. Yeah. Like, it could have it been so easy to dismiss her as just, like, as just, like, a bitchy character, because she is, like, she is, like, contemplating, like, adultery. Right. Through this whole movie. Yeah. But then they play that scene, like, I love that interrogation scene they do with her, where, like, uh, Schwarzenegger and Tom Arnold are interrogating her as, like, this faceless organization. Right. That's, like, asking why she's working with this terrorist. Yeah. And, like, how she delivers it, it sells me on her, like, completely. Where I'm like, I can totally see where you're coming from. Yeah. Where, like... Especially, like, with us in our 30s where it's like, is this going to be our life for the rest of our lives? <laughs> but, like, like given that opportunity to actually, like, do something exciting and say, like, I did this, like, you can see where that would sell her. Like, it'd sell, like, someone like her where she's just, like, she's a housewife and she feels like she's in a rut and she needs something. something. Yeah, just a something spark. to be, like, yeah, like, something like, I did this. Yeah. And, like, the way she acts in that scene is, like... Doesn't even feel like it deserves to be in this movie because it's done really serious and really good. Yeah, and she uh, that that is a really good scene, but like she's almost thrown into. I'm just gonna say like this adulterous kind of a thing, not by her own volition. Like yeah. Bill Paxton does it, like because she's just like out to lunch one day. Yeah, and Bill Paxton like I'm gonna say praise on her kind of. And, yeah. like, puts her in this situation. Mm-hmm. And then she ends up finding, like, weird intrigue in that. And she keeps, yeah. like, kind of being strung along with it. Yeah. But that's the thing that... Because she even says in there where it's like, I could have ignored 
his calls and I could have just let him go, but it's like I felt needed. Like I felt like right. yeah, he yeah, needed yeah. me and that made me feel important. Right. Yeah. But I mean it, it I mean in another like it, it doesn't like weaken, I guess, in my eyes, her relationship with Harry. Yeah. Because she wasn't going out looking for it eventually. Yeah. Like, uh, intentionally. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no, but I like that, though, where it's like... Because even, like, when people bring him up to her, like, she always has, like, the same response, where she's like, Harry? Yeah, right. it's like, what... Like, why do you care about him? Like, he doesn't... He's just... Like, he's just doing his own thing. Right. Like, I, I believe that she does love him, but it's like, anytime someone's like, but what about your husband? And she's just like, him? Really? <laughs> like, like, it's like a fucking, like, uh, from Arrested Development. Like, <laughs> and? Her? Her? Egg? Yeah, egg? <laughs> her? Because it's like, she, for, to like, in her eyes, like, he's just. What, is she uh, funny or something? Yeah. <laughs> like, in her eyes, like, he's just, like, a computer salesman. That, like, no one else should really care about except her. Right. So when anyone else brings up his name, she's just like, why do you need to know about him? Like, yeah. he's, he has nothing to do with this. Yeah. Like, especially, like, like I love that fucking scene where, like, uh, they kidnap both of them together after the fucking strip tease. And, like, uh, fucking, like, uh, Tia Carrera's just, like, trying to put everything together. Uh-huh. And, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's trying to save her life. Uh-huh. And she's trying to save his life because right. they both think that they've yeah. got each other fucked. I love that. I yeah. love that, like, she's... Even though, like, they have been... They're doing this whole striptease thing and they've been captured after that... She still doesn't know yeah. that he's a secret agent until, yeah. like, the third act. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, I figured I'd have been like, nope, it's all out in the open now, and now she's mad at him or whatever. Like, yeah. second act kind of thing. No, it keeps going that, like, he's trying to protect her, but she's trying to protect him yeah, because, because they're she, both ignorant yeah. of whatever each other's doing. Yeah, I know. I love that shit. Yeah. It's like, because, like, he could have saved her life if she would have just, like, gone along with it because he's like... First of all, I also love that this movie this movie loves the word bitch. They use the word bitch so much in this movie. But like the whole time like uh they're just like grilling Schwarzenegger about shit and he's just like just let that stupid whore go. She's just a crazy bitch. She's like high on pills. And she's just like, "Harry, what do you mean?" Like he's like, "Don't leave, leave him alone. He's just a computer salesman." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, really well done. Yeah, that, I I meant to write that down, but I forgot. And I'm glad I you brought it up. Yeah, yeah. but I, I I love that scene because it's just like they both feel so responsible for what they've put each other through, and they're both trying to defend each other, but they're just both fucking each other over. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um, uh, I got really nothing else to say about True Lies. Also, this movie loves distorted voices too. Because they have the distorted voices in the interrogation. And then right. When, uh, they give Schwarzenegger the truth serum. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just, like, see it from his perspective. And it's just Jamie Lee Curtis being like, Harry? <laughs> I, What's wrong, Harry? I really like that, uh, the truth serum thing. Because, like, when the, uh, that weird fucking doctor <laughs> comes in and, like... He's like, now we're going to get something out of you. And he's like, 
doubt it. And he's yeah. like picked his handcuffs and he just like yeah. breaks his neck and like throws like a knife through yeah. another throws guy. Throws like a scalpel in. through a dude's eye. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, and then the so only good. like the only like ramifications of the truth serum was that like he's kind of goofy with Jamie Lee Curtis at first, and then he like snaps out of it enough to like yeah. pick his cuffs, kill two dudes, and then he like walks outside and just kind of shakes it off. I love that he like the the whole thing was like the dude is supposed to torture him for information, right? But yet he has this serum that makes him tell the truth, like automatically. So right. why do you need to torture him for information? <laughs> you have this fucking truth serum. Right. <laughs> and he gives him the truth serum, and then he walks away. Right. And he comes back just in time for him to be like, yeah, fuck you, and then kills him. <laughs> like, why don't you just stay in the room and wait for the truth serum to kick in? <laughs> also, the doctor that he breaks, it, like, Arnold breaks his neck, is, like, one of my favorite reactions to having a neck broken ever. <laughs> because the guy... Like, his facial expression is amazing, yeah. and he, like, cocks his jaw yeah, yeah. to one side. When he picks the cuffs, he's like, oh! <laughs> just like, and, like, the guy, like, has his mouth wide open, and it's, like, yeah. cocking his jaw off to one side. He's just like, oh, and my the, God, I love it. The dude totally looks like the, remember the the leader from that cult that killed, the, that killed themselves before the Hail Bop comet? <laughs> Looks exactly. I don't, I don't remember that, but that is exactly very exactly like hole. exactly like that guy, <laughs> the guy who killed himself from the hail bop comment. Yeah, like that yeah. cult that that cult that cult the world oh, those Nikes and shit. I remember. It looks exactly like that dude. Like I the, thought he reminded me of the guy from Iron Man One that's in the cave with Tony Stark, <laughs> <laughs> except a little creepier. Oh God. Oh Jesus. But no, it's this whole movie from like start to finish yeah. is fantastic if i had only one caveat to the movie is that i almost wanted it to be funnier because like it i right when i said like i thought it was going to be a little more campy because yeah. i was a kid i thought true lies was like a hardcore like serious action movie yeah i didn't get that it was supposed to be like funny yeah and the little bits that I saw, like, scattered throughout, never really told me otherwise. Yeah. But, like, going into this movie, before I watched it for the first full time, I was like, oh, I get it. It's supposed to be, like, a kind of action-y, campy kind of comedy. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Like, that's mm -hmm. that's good. I always wanted to be a little more funny, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. But, like, that's the only thing. Like otherwise, I really enjoy, yeah. and the, the runtime is a little long, but yeah. that, but that, those, that's really it. No, like otherwise, yeah, I really sure. enjoyed this movie a lot. Also, I just want to bring this up. So like, so like right after the strip tease, it's uh, Schwarzenegger like uses the fucking tape recorder. <laughs> like I also love that too. Like the tape recorder thing where it's like, <laughs> now do it sexy, do it slow. <laughs> <laughs> like just using the fucking tape recorder and shit and then like uh i could never figure out there was like that scene where like the guy's like goes goes out of the booth and he's like is she gonna wear nylons and like tom was like i don't know and they like have that payoff at the end oh yeah yeah. where yeah. he's like now take off your nylons and she's like i'm not wearing nylons and he's just like fiddling with the fucking tape recorder <laughs> like, trying to like go forward <laughs> Like, I love that scene, too. But, like, when, like, 
he tells her to go to the bed and shit, like, they would have been fine if he would have just, like, done, like, the rose thing and then, like, said it was him. Right. But he went way too long with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was like, you're on borderline, like, making her accept the fact that she's about to get raped. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I still don't think she'd be okay with it, even if he just did the rose thing and she found out, like, because, like, <laughs> he's like, now close your eyes. And so, like, she just does. Like, she never even, like, peeks out of one or anything like that. Yeah. She, like, somehow Well, she's fully... terrified. She's in a fucking room with a dude that's ordered a prostitute where she thought she was going to do Still, though, in shit. my mind, I was like, she didn't even peek once. Like, she fully trusts this guy to, like, not murder her, I guess, and just yeah, not be like, then, like, I need an out. I'm going to peek what his face looks like. Yeah, so so you peek, and then the dude just starts beating the shit out of you because he's like, I told you not to peek! Or some shit. Maybe. I don't that's know. That's what I... Dude, that's a scary situation. <laughs> if I was put in a situation where it's this like, whole look, dude, by this whole thing. look, dude, you're going to be a prostitute. You got to fucking dance for this guy. I, I'm scared shitless the whole time. All right. Fair enough. Jamie Lee Curtis, though. Goddamn. Goddamn. Bob just won't quit. Never quit. Yeah. Like, yeah, she sells it so good, too. Like, the whole movie, you're just like, she looks like a mom. Yeah. And then you get to that scene where it's like, that's a complete 180. Where right. you're like, that's like, that's like what she's all that should have been. Yeah. It's like, you were in there somewhere. Yeah. And I see you now. Yeah. Like, in she's all that, you can tell that she's hot already. Yeah. With Jamie Lee Curtis in this, it's like... I mean, you could be hot, but I think you just accepted the fact that you're a mom. Right. And then, like, she gets to this point where you're like, shit, I did not know you had that in you. Right. Because <laughs> I think they did the good thing of, like, okay, so there's Jamie Lee Curtis Prime, right? Yeah. And they really ugged her up for, yeah. like, the... No oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they really sexed her up. So there's a, this big, huge disconnect, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, and she's all that where it's like, take this hot chick, put glasses on her. Exactly. Like, and then make her hotter. Like, <laughs> they didn't go the other way enough yeah. to make her ugly enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then they, like, make it where it's like, yeah, you're you're kind of ugged up, but you're kind of charming in a way. And then they give you that sexy scene where you're just like, fuck, so you're charming and I want to fuck you. Like, you're the, the total package. <laughs> right. Right. Man, great. True Lies, great. True Lies, great. Anything else you want to say before we give our final rating? Man, I I don't think there's much else to talk about. It's just a fantastic movie. I, I'm i very disappointed it's not streaming. I yeah. feel there needs to be... It needs to be there for the masses to digest. I tried to find... Uh, because you said you had to actually buy the movie because it's tied up in some weird rights or whatever. I think it is. I tried to find a little bit about that and I couldn't find anything. Okay. So, I don't, I don't know. Maybe... Because I, I looked on Amazon, I looked everywhere where you could, like, buy streaming, like, rent or buy, like, anything streaming, and th they all say it's, like, not available. Hmm. Weird. So I'm guessing, like, usually when they do that, it's usually, like, some tied up in some kind of thing where they're, like, trying to figure out who gets what money. Because it's, like, 20th Century Fox. That's weird that... Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe James Cameron owns a lot of it. Maybe. Because he, like, wrote and direct and... Yeah. Who knows? It's a whole Tommy Wiseau thing all the time. Tommy Wiseau again. thing, yeah. Well, shit. What would you, uh, what would you grade the movie? Man, I would give this a solid A. It's just a fun, raucous 
good time the whole way through. Like you can just have this playing. It, it's two and a half hours long, but it's just, it's you're never gonna find a time where you're just like, why am I still watching this? It's all the way through, just yep. a fun, fun movie. Right. Anytime where I felt like it was just starting to lag a little bit, it would pick up and give you something funny yeah. that you liked or a great action scene. I'm gonna give it an A minus. Okay. Just because of my little two nitpicks of like its gotcha. runtime, and I almost wanted it to be funnier. Yeah. Which is a weird thing to say because usually I'm like, eh, it's trying to be too funny. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe I would go back on that if it actually happened. Oh, but that, anyway, wait, that scene where they intimidate Bill Paxton oh, is my God. just fantastic yeah 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 where they get him to admit that he has a tiny dick and then he pisses his pants <laughs> and then that comes back again at, yeah, the, end. at the end we're like <laughs> also like their tango was not good which i also kind of like because it's just, it's jamie lee because it's like jamie lee curtis's whole thing is that like she's just so out of her element yeah and uh also <laughs> this made me laugh so much they do the whole like so they have the whole action scene where, like, fucking uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger saves his daughter or whatever. Yeah. And they do a flash forward to one year later. Uh-huh. And it's them at their house. Right. Playing Thumb Wars. <laughs> yeah. And, right. like, Arnold Schwarzenegger has, like, the gross, like, laugh. Like, ah-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. And he's, like, thumb warring both Eliza yeah. Dushku and Jamie Lee Curtis. Right. And it's, like, this... This strikes me as, as like as someone who's so out of touch with like this is what families do, <laughs> right? Took me out of the whole movie. <laughs> I, I loved it because it's, it's so out of left field. It's like them sitting at the kitchen table, thumb warning each other. <laughs> oh, what I also like too is that uh, when uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is first being like told that like uh, you'll be called. Uh, my code name is Boris. And she's like, and I'm Natasha? No, you're Doris. <laughs> <laughs> Boris and Doris. I loved it way too much. I don't know why. I just thought that was amazing. Uh, yeah, this movie just got it all. It's, it's got good. it all. Hopefully what we have in store next week can even live up to true anything that truly I don't know if it will, delivers. but we're, we're doing another a streaming Russian roulette. Yes. I've never seen this either. I've never seen it either. All right, good. But it's for free on Amazon Prime. We'll bring it up later. We'll bring it up later. <laughs> uh, besides True Lies, JT, anything else you've been into this week? Well, got myself out to the theater. Contributed to that $123 million opening weekend for it. My God. <laughs> and uh, I liked it. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun movie. Like, uh, they do, they do a lot with, uh, like, it's got, like, an all-around creepy factor to it, and, like, uh, the, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, relationship between all the kids is really good. Uh-huh. And, uh, the fact they're making, like, a chapter two where it has, like, all the older, the older versions of them. Yeah. Like, just that alone was, like, a conversation in the car where it's like, who's going to play the older version of this guy? Who's oh, going to sure. play the older version of this guy? So it was... That was really interesting. And, like, Penny, like the guy that plays Pennywise is 
fantastic in this. It's uh, some Skarsgård, like yeah. Phil Sarsgård or something like that. One yeah. of them I've never heard of, I don't think. Yeah, but he's really good. They even, like, he plays it up in a way where it's, like, he's so, like, he, he wants to eat the kids so bad. Where it's, yeah. like, even when he's trying to, like, play the part of the clown, like, he's just, like, you can see him, like, frothing at the mouth, like, just fucking get over here so I can fucking eat you. <laughs> like, it, it, but it, it, I like that because it's like, it's this little imperfection that he has where, like, he has all these powers at his disposal but, like, he still, is, like, he, he has, like, these tells where he, like, gives himself away when he's trying to, like, lure these kids in. Huh. Like, it's really cool. I like it a lot. All right. Right on. Um, I'll probably never end up seeing it. <laughs> um, so I want to bring this up to you, though. Um, so the the Tim Curry TV movie, yeah. Well, I guess it was like the two part TV movie or whatever. Yeah. Also did it in two parts, like a kid one and an adult one. Yeah. And because it is like huge over the last week or so, mm-hmm. like a lot of people have been reviewing the old one as well. Yeah. And they're saying the kid one is great. The adult one is awful. Really? Yeah. Like unwatchable. <laughs> and like. So, a lot had to do with, like, the, the actual actors that they had, but um, I was wondering, like, do you think it would lose something if they come back with a part two and they have, like, these adult actors where it's like, I don't care if adults get killed. Like, there's no stakes in that, really. I I don't know. Like, it's an inter- interesting enough premise where I would be interested in just seeing what they do with it. Yeah. But, yeah, because, I don't know. I just want to see what they do with it. Because I've never seen the actual miniseries. I've never seen it, it either. Yeah. But, uh, like, the fact that they are kids and, like, they do kind of uh, allude to the fact that Pennywise has, like, a, has, like, this uh, spell over the town that makes people a little more, like, on edge and, like, almost, like, more, like, super violent. Okay. In a way, because I have, like, bullies in here that are, like, super fucked. <laughs> okay. Like, uh, like the main bully in this, like, tries to, like, carve his name into a kid's stomach at one point. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's super fucked in that sense. But they almost kind of make it seem, where, like, in a way where it's, like, he has a spell over certain people where, like, he has them see what he wants them to see. Okay. Where, like, there's, like, a scene where, like, he shoots a bunch of blood up through a drain into, like, this chick's face. Right. And the dad comes in and he's like, why are you screwing around in here? Because he can't see it. Right. So it's, like, it's there, but, like, the dad is so, like, caught up in whatever is going on that, like, he can't see it. All right. So, I don't know. It's interesting. They have a lot of, like, really cool things in here, but, like, how the movie plays out where it's, like... The adults really can't see what Pennywise is or does. Like, I don't know what they would do with them as adults. Hmm. Like, if they would, like, try and, like, coach kids to do... Don't know. Something? I, I mean, don't if know. they're adapting it, like, how it is in the novel. And I've never read the novel either. Yeah. It's, like, a fucking thousand pages yeah. or something like that. I like know. a legit a thousand pages. Yeah. Molly Pop has read the novel, and she's tried to coach me through a little bit of, like, what they do... In the novel, but she says like the adult part in the novel is really not that much either. Like they yeah, say, because like, it's interspersed. Yeah, because they say like the, the adult version is just like them flashing back to when they were kids and they were in, 
in, and they were like exposed to it. Right. So like, there's not a lot involved with them as adults in the book. Which I'm surprised. Like, why couldn't they do? Why couldn't they film it that way? Yeah. Instead of like making, doing it twice, where they make like a the Tim Curry like do two movies where it's kids and adults. And then this one, yeah. I, I, I imagine they're doing to do kids and adults yeah. again. I don't know. I think the maybe it would be too expensive with all the actors or something. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But we'll see. But they definitely they definitely played their cards right with like the chick that they hired as like the the female in this because like she looks like the perfect uh, mixture of Amy Adams and Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh yeah. So it's like you you probably have those two in mind. Like you're just gonna like make them like bit them between each other. Where it's like, all right, Amy Adams, but Maggie Gyllenhaal is asking for this much. So if you want to do it, maybe a little less. <laughs> sure. Uh, but no, it, it was a fun movie. Like if you get a, if you get the chance to see it, I'd, I'd say check it out. All right. Like it, it's not my favorite movie of the year so far, but it's got some really cool scenes in it. All right. Like I've watched plenty of reviews of it, and actually. If I could just add in to what I've been watching this week. Go ahead. Um, I actually watched the Red, Lit- Red Letter Media review of It. Okay. Um, it's like their uh, uh, half-in-the-bag movie review where they actually reviewed this, the Tim Curry TV movies, yeah. and parts of the novel. Okay. And it's like 45 minutes long or oh, whatever. Shit. But it's really... I like, I've been really into Red Letter Media stuff lately. Okay. And it's really good, and they actually talk about, like, the child gangbang scene, <laughs> which I had no idea was a thing up yeah. until, like, a couple days ago. Yeah. Where they go into it in detail and oh, yeah. talk about it. And we were talking about it a little bit before the show, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, it is totally Stephen King, high on cocaine, <laughs> 80s insanity. Like, what are you doing? Like, I... I hate even saying this, but, like, I get the concept of it in the book. Of yeah. whatever he was trying to get across. But mm-hmm. it could have been done any other way. It could have. Any <laughs> other very way. Well That's fucked up. It is. <laughs> <laughs> you looked mad when you said that. It is unnecessary. It's up. It is unnecessary. Fuck you, Stephen <laughs> King. Anyway, check out the Red Letter Media version of it, because they go into detail about all three of those mediums. Oh, sweet. I'm interested. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a bit of a long review, but yeah. I really like it. And, cool. like, I just have been watching more of their stuff lately. They do, like, also another show called Best of the Worst, where people will mail them in, like, terrible DVDs, and they'll watch them with their friends and then review them. <laughs> That's another great show. Oh, and then they do also a show called Review, where they'll, like, interview somebody from, like, a terrible movie that got, like, popularity yeah. or whatever, or a director or something from that, and they'll interview them there. Uh, but it's, it's I really enjoy their channel nice. quite a bit. Nice. look into it. Yeah. Anyway, but, go on with whatever. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> I also saw the movie Raw... Okay. It's like a French film about uh it it's like a it seems like a regular coming of age film about this woman that's like she seems to be part of like this really stuffy f- family that's like that they're like 
they put over the fact that they're like super vegetarian and now she's like going to like this uh veterinary school with her sister yeah who's like older than her and then like one of the things they have to do to uh as like kind of like a hazing ritual is that they have to eat part of an animal uh-huh but she's like been a vegetarian her whole life so but then they like make her eat it and then uh Turns out she's like this weird cannibal. Oh. <laughs> and then it's like it's 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 a super interesting movie because the whole movie plays itself as like a regular coming of age film where it's like she has a crush on her gay roommate. Uh-huh. She's like uh going through all these hazing processes. And then in the background, she's a very savage cannibal. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but and it's really interesting. Okay. Like her sis like the, they have, like, this relationship between her and her sister where, like, she's also got her weird issues, too. So, like, they're trying to, like, work those out. And then it's, like, all of this is going on while she is a cannibal and trying to figure out, like, how do I, like, how do I deal with this? Huh. And it's, yeah, it was really interesting. I liked it. Where where can you find that? I, I bought, oh, I got the DVD on Netflix. Okay. But it's in it's uh, I think it's a French film. I think it's like a French Belgium kind of mix type oh, thing. Jesus. But I think the movie's in French. Two countries coming together. Yep. Like to produce it, but it was it was interesting. I kind I kind of liked it. Cool. And there's like some disgusting ass scenes in it though. Like there's like a scene where she's like she like pulls hair out of her like throat for Ugh. like it feels like thirty God seconds. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you said I was almost okay with it until you said throat, and then I was just like, yeah, <laughs> it's like one of those ones where it's like there's like this big hairball and it just keeps pulling and oh pulling, yeah, pull, like she's pulling for the longest time, like like it was one of those scenes where like Molly was just like covering her eyes, like just say when it's over, and I'm like, God all right, it. and she was like, it got got long enough for her, she was like. Is it over yet? I'm like, nope. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> she does it for Christ. a long time. Oh my god, that's sick. JT. Yeah, sick. But there's like a scene where like she like throws herself in front of cars and they get into car accidents and then she just like dives in and just starts eating them. Like it's oh my god. <laughs> it's it's fucked, but it's good. <laughs> I liked it. All right. Check out Raw. All right. Raw. Anything else? Uh, also, uh, oh. had the, watched the season finale of Preacher. Okay. So saw that all the way through. Man, you have got, when it comes on Hulu, uh-huh. watch the shit out of it. You oh, will wow. enjoy it. Great. It does not follow the book, like, to a T. Sure. But it has that feel all the way through, and they include things to the point where you're like, yeah, I'm satisfied. All right. Good they deal. got Air Star. They hint at there's the hint at like the Angelville storyline is going to be in the next season. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, like they deviate from the story, but they deviate in a way where it's like it feels like they could have gone that way with the story in the book. Good deal. And that's the perfect iteration of like what I want from a from a, a book to show type. Right on. Thing. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's 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 really good, and it's by 
Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, so... Just doing a ton of comic shit Maybe they'll lately. do the boys. Maybe they'll do the boys good. The boys! Uh, I actually finished The Tick on Amazon Prime. Really? Yep, finished it last night. It's only six episodes, which I didn't know. Hot damn. Um, it actually started growing on me Okay. by, like, the third episode or so. Yeah. Because I think I brought it up, like, when I... St- started rewatch or watching it when it came out that like i wasn't totally sold on it because they were going in a different direction with it but i liked it i ended nice. up liking it and peter serafinowitz i i started liking him as the tick nice um i the only thing i'm still having a hard time getting over is like they're setting all these goofy characters in like a real world and so like they stand out really bad. Like, in yeah. a real-world setting, it's, like, just fucking people wearing bright-colored costumes, and they're goofy-looking as all get out. Yeah. But, like, they exist in that world. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, a hard, it's like a weird trade-off. And it's an adult show. Like, it's violent, and they s- <clears throat> curse and all that kind of stuff, which Shit. also is another thing, too. Yeah. Like, I can't... I can't tell if I really love it. I like the show. Yeah. But, like, it's not... I I think I still prefer, like, if they're going to do it, do the Warburton version. Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, just a cartoon. Yeah. And everything is just, like, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, other people say it's really great on Amazon. And yeah. I can't say it's, like, not. But, like, it's not completely my cup of tea. But it's only six episodes and only 30 minutes long. There you go. So, you're Can't only investing three, three hours, there really. There you go. A three-hour epic. Um, also, I've been just re-watching more Curb, your enthusiasm. I need to... God damn it, you need to watch... <sighs> watching the Fuck, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh I love God. it. It just keeps getting better and better and better. Any episode Richard Lewis is on... Mm. Oh, gold. It is so fucking good. gold. Me and Molly uh, rewatched Robin Hood Men in Tights not too long ago because it's uh-huh. on HBO Go, I think. Oh yeah, God, he is amazing in it as King Rich as uh, <laughs> King Richard, I think it is. Yeah, but he's oh my God, it's so good. It's like the noise. <laughs> Could go without the noise. <laughs> like, oh my God, sir, wasn't your mole on the other side? <laughs> I have a mole. <laughs> Oh my god. But he's amazing in this. His, like, freaking uh, Larry David's, like, best friend or whatever. Yeah. Oh, super neurotic. Yes. I love it oh, so it's much. Fantastic. I'm, uh, I think I just started season two. And, like, mm. god. It's so good. Like, it's so good. <laughs> god. It's, like, it is really one of the best shows that ever has come out. Yeah. Comedy wise. Yeah. You can't beat it. <laughs> Like, every episode has, like, an amazing turn where, like, it calls back to what they set up in the beginning, and it totally shits on Larry. Yeah, I know. And I love it. I love it every single time. I know, and Larry always has, like, the best intentions, but he he still is, like, such an asshole deep down (laughs) below that, like, it still ends up just pointing out how much of a piece of shit he is. Yeah. 
Like, okay, in the trailer for the newest season that's coming out, yeah. it looks like he's sitting in a funeral or whatever. Yeah. And some lady in front of him is just, like, bawling. And he, like, taps her on the shoulder. And he's like, uh, can you settle down a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're all here. We're trying to watch this thing. Can you just tone it down a little bit, please? <laughs> like, I love it. Well, one of my friends in wrestling, Zeke Zishi, says, like, one of his favorite lines in TV shows ever is when, uh, <laughs> fucking, uh, uh, what's his name? <laughs> fucking Hauser or whatever. Like, says that, like, I, I wanted to ask if my best friend could make a speech. <laughs> and he said, he can't come to the microphone right now. Literally went home to take a shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, Barely he went home to take a shit. <laughs> I needed to start watching the shit out of it. Oh my I've, god! Everything that I've watched of Curb is so good, and like, uh we just need to get into it. Oh, that new season dropping it's in so October. Ah, uh, I can't wait. Amazing. Anyway, that's all I've been into, JT. So, um, actually, uh, I watched the latest episode of Rick and Morty. Episode that came seven. Out. Yeah. I think the latest one. What's the one that? You, what's the last one you saw? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah, like the latest one they just came out with, and I think it's one of my favorite ones they've ever done. I heard it's really great. Oh, dude, it is so fucking good. Because uh, well, they they like tease it as like Rick and Morty are gonna go to Atlantis. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. They do like a whole thing where it's like, we're going to Atlantis, Rick and Morty episode, go to Atlantis. <laughs> yeah. And they just have like these two random Rick and Morty show <laughs> and be like. Doing like a census for like the the Council of Rick's place, wherever that was, and uh -huh. they're just like, wouldn't that be stupid? Just do like a full episode where you just find out what happened to the Council of Rick's, and the whole episode is about the Council of Rick's, <laughs> what happened after he blew it up, and it is so fucking good. They just do like random storylines throughout like that whole fucking place. <sighs> they even do like a whole rip off of Stand by Me with all Mortys. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen this one. Because, like, they've been dropping them on YouTube. Not intentionally. People have just been putting them oh, on yeah. YouTube every yep. Monday. Yeah. And, like, I tried to find them on Monday, and they've all been, like, yeah. flagged and mm -hmm. taken down or whatever. But there's still, like, those 24-hour live streams that are up. Oh, yeah. I found, like, three or four of them on YouTube. There's, like, one and that plays all of them. There's one that plays them from, like, this season. And, like, it's weird that those aren't taken down. And I just saw something right before we started the show, like, a reason why they aren't taken down. And I haven't looked into it yet, but I was going to do it, and I don't know, maybe I'll give an update next week. There you go. But, like, I was trying to find that episode 7, and then I was like, well, I'm not finding it here. But the live stream is still working, but it was, like, like on a way early episode. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, fuck. Like... They play all sequentially, so I'm not going to... I can't yeah. wait, like, three hours for the show to be mm -hmm. on or whatever. But, yeah. So, it's good, but huh? Dude, oh, God, it's so good. They have, like, so many, like, random... It's just all random stories involving a bunch of Ricks and a bunch of different Mortys. Amazing. Like, they do, like, a police... They do, like, a training day scenario where there's, like, a very naive Rick that's partners with a Morty that's seen way too much shit. <laughs> so, it's, like, there's, like, a scene where he's just, like, fucking, like, mowing down Mortys and he's, like... Oh come on, Morty! Why you why you why you more why you mowing down all these Mortys? It's like, come on, man! It's just Morty's killing Mortys out here, bro. <laughs> just... Oh my god! I might just put on the live stream tomorrow and see if I can oh, catch it. Oh god, it's so good! And then the whole like they have the whole stand by me scenario where it's just a bunch of Mortys. Like they have 
Fat Morty, Glasses Morty, yes. uh, Slick Morty, and then they have a Lizard Morty for no reason. <laughs> and they're all like journeying to this part of the to this part of like this town where they have like the infinite portal where you can like throw things in and make a wish. Yeah. And it's ah, it's so good. And then like the whole see the whole episode ends with like a huge uh, twist that like uh, harkens back to a previous episode that like kind of like. Uh, ups the stakes for like something in the long run that's really fucking cool right on but yeah this last rick and morty is so fucking good trying to see what the last episode i saw uh it's not it's not helping me at all anyway um yeah i'll have to check it i'll just put on the live stream tomorrow if they're not taking those down i'll watch the shit out of that (laughs) i got fucking day off tomorrow so all I gotta do is watch a kid. I can do yeah. that while watching Rick and oh, Morty. Yeah. Hell yeah. Shit. 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 That's it. Well, JT, if people want to talk Rick and Morty with you, where can they do so? Well, they can find me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter, also Bucky for everyone on Instagram, and hey, why not Bucky for everyone on Snapchat? Troy. Very good. Are those accounts all active? Still barely use Instagram. <laughs> I don't have things that I take pictures of. Sure. I have ideas, and then I put them in text form. Very good. That's. I don't, I don't, I don't take pictures much. Snapchat though. Snapchat. If I come across events that are fun, I'll do stuff with that. Other right. than that, Twitter's the be- the best place to find me. Very good. You speaking of Twitter, you can find me at Troy to the Max on it. <laughs> you can find us both at uh, Review Review Pod on Twitter as well. You can find us at uh, Facebook.com slash ReviewReviewPod. Any of our shows now are being uploaded on ReviewReviewPod.Podbean.com. You can go there, subscribe to us if you will. You can comment, do any of those things. Um, I've seen we're getting plenty of listens on there. Good. Uh, Our last few episodes we've uploaded are our most popular. But all of them are up there that were on our, that are in our iTunes yeah. Like RSS feed. Mm-hmm. Speaking of iTunes, we're also on iTunes, Google Play, yeah. and Stitcher. Uh, while you're on iTunes, if you are an Apple user, why don't you give us a comment and subscribe uh, to the show? If you give, if you don't have time for a comment, just a star rating. Same deal. Take to one second. Come on, please. Anyway, if you like the show, one of those things will help other people find the show as well. It'll help. If you got something long form to say, hey, we got a place for you as well, buddy. Uh, you can do that at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Always open to any kind of mail whatsoever. All mail. We love it. We'll, we'll read it on the air. We will. We will. So, so many outlets for you, my friends. Yes. You, we, you are our friends. That's true. We love you all. What... JT, have you got in store for us next week? <laughs> well, because it's for free on Amazon Prime. Yes. I was just searching for spy movies on Amazon because Lord knows Netflix has nothing. Because that was the nothing. one thing that you fucking... <laughs> the one thing did that you, you presented <laughs> to me <laughs> did, Okay, did was you look awful. on Netflix? I did look on Netflix, and the only thing I saw was what you had... you. Subscribe to True Memoirs and yeah. Spy Hard. Yeah. Which Spy Hard is like Leslie Nielsen's worst movie ever made. Yeah. I'd rather not <laughs> sully his name yes. anymore. But uh, anyways, on Amazon Prime, they do have the 
Jackie Chan <laughs> maybe classic. Ugh. It's gonna be bad, I think. Yeah. The spy next door. I think I'm getting this movie mixed up with the tuxedo. Yeah, because I I was I know nothing of the spy. I next know door. nothing of the spy next door. No, this is Jackie Chan. I'm pretty sure Jackie Chan is way more charming than Kevin James. I I hope so. I can't remember when this falls in his filmography either, because there's a point where Jackie Chan really slows down. And this hopefully, is probably this... pretty close to where he slows down. Uh, I couldn't remember if this comes out like between like Rush Hour one and two when Jackie Chan was hot, because he was still. Doing his own shit and like a lot of stunts back then. Yeah, but it might be after, and I haven't looked it up yet. But because I'll save it for next show. Okay. But Spy Next Door is for next week, so there if you, you want to watch it with us, watch. It's on Amazon Prime for free if you have it. So dive in, suffer with us if you need be, because <laughs> we're gonna be reviewing it hard, hard, hard. That's it. That's all we got. Yep. Week after that, though, Kingsman 2. Kingsman. Golden Circle. Colon the Golden Circle. All lead, it all led up to that. All leads up to that. <laughs> then Great. also somewhere in the long run, we will have our test pilot. Yes. Episode. Yes. Which I've been digging up some pretty oh. raucous Holy ass shit. You TV texted shows. me one the other day and I'm like, God damn. It, yeah. And I saw the tra- I saw like the trailer for it, and it's like it's as bad as you think it is. Yes, <laughs> yes, awesome. I don't know why I'm excited for it. But- Dude, I love these awful pilots. <laughs> it's just something to talk about. Great, I love it. Awesome, I'm into it. So uh, until next time, where we do another spy movie, uh, the Spy Next Door. Yes, I've been short of the Matrix Dream. I am JD3K, and we are off.